Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! been a while got the uh the 2012 divisional championship game or is it wild card wild card, wild card that's right yep. Packers Vikings. this is when they played each other back to back right they played each other at week 17 and then also like the following week right yes and the vikings got was it a six game win streak they had to go on to get into the playoffs it was a lot of games in a row they had to win. Christian Ponder, he didn't play great, but he didn't fuck up too bad. Right? And pull your mic up just a little bit more. Sorry. Oh. I apologize. No, it's okay. Not, not to cut you off. No, pull, pull it up more. Like, uh, like this? You'll want to speak at it, not like not like I am. More the other way. Like into it? Oh, my, yeah. You set me up. <laughs> set me up for success. <laughs> it's okay. And pull it close to me or no? Hear it as you kind of get closer. Yeah, I was thinking I can't really hear myself. There you go. This is good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So gosh, I don't remember. It was either a six-game win streak or five. I want to say it was six. And okay, here's my picture that I was looking for. Oh man. <laughs> um. And Christian Potter, it was you know he didn't have amazing numbers or anything, but he didn't mess up, and that was what was important. And uh, that was Adrian Peterson. Um chasing the record and uh getting the mvp season but yeah so christian actually played played pretty well in green bay week 17 and then um was that when he had that huge contusion on his arm yeah because he he played that last game right like he yeah he, he played that week 17 game yeah i'm pretty sure yeah it was a fucking yeah he couldn't throw he tried throwing or something like that and then it was like that day they pronounced Joe Webb the the starter for the game. Oh, I feel like they didn't. Yeah, they didn't do it till the actual day of the game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They held it because he, he was yeah. trying to attempt to throw during practice and shit. They yeah, were. and they showed the the picture of his arm, and it was definitely bruised. But anyway, so that took a lot of excitement out of it, and um, it God, you just felt so bad for Joe Webb. So uh, I I didn't ever intend to watch this game again, but I guess this is um, this is what we've got. <laughs> In the Boucher Studios tonight. It was, it was the funniest thing. So I have questions for you, and one of them, um, I don't want to. I don't want to. There was a reason why I YouTube this. One, because I don't have any like good apps on my back TV anymore. Like I got rid of Philo, and like I only have Sling until like the weekend of like football. 
So like oh, yeah. when, when football starts, I'll, I'll I'll get sling so I can have some sort of college sports like other sure. than because I don't have I only we don't have cable here. We just you know run stream. everything through stream. Yeah. But uh, so I was like, okay, well I can use YouTube, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna look up a certain player's highlights, which it's a funny player anyways. But when I we get into talking Vikings, it's completely the most relative unrelative Vikings question you're probably gonna oh. ever receive this season. So oh god, well I hope I know how to answer it. I Jeez. don't think anyone knows how to. It oh, was such god. a it was such a weird stint, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm excited for this. But uh, right. so I found the right. I found this game and I was like, this is always a funny one. So even if we don't really care, I don't um, even remember what the score was. So I'm definitely gonna learn a couple things. Right, right. Bring back um, some memories. I do remember there was the idea that they let us win because they kind of wanted to play us knowing that they could beat the oh. shit out of us. Well, like, I think didn't they rest some starters too? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like it was the most competitive Week 17 matchup. And you knew too it was going to be a running game because they were trying to get AP the record, right? Oh, right. I mean, they also didn't have much of a pass game anyway. No. Let's be real. Are we still in the <laughs> era of Bobby Wade? Is this, uh, I hope I see Bobby Wade in this. I, I, I hope so, so much. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, Bobby Wade um, could be 08. But I was brushing up on Joe Webb the other day, actually, because, um, <laughs> yeah, the last time I was talking about, you know, this year in training, I usually have, like, a player during training camp that I am just really rooting for to make the team. Like, one of those cusp guys that, you know, you want him to make it, but it's kind Michael of a Jenkins. long right oh sorry it, it, well it, oh i know my uh, sorry i saw i popped no, up he was like oh shit he a, died um it's kind of like a long shot you know for yeah. them to make the team and this year i just don't really have one and i rem it reminded you don't have a chad me, bb is that yeah. kind of player you're well, looking yeah, for that kind of player who i guess isn't he gonna make the roster no he's i think he's in dallas is it he another Oh, I'm be think I'm thinking of BC probably. Oh, yeah, I, no, I, I no, confuse no. those two. I mean, I know what they look like, but the names. Yeah. Because they also never see the field, so it's not like I need to know what they're doing. Because right. BC got hurt last year, obviously. BB had a weird little stint where he was playing, but yeah, he was like not. He made a few catches or something like that. And, yeah, but yeah, you knew was. it was never really gonna take off. But the, it's last, the love story we all want. <laughs> the last time I remember being like extremely invested was 2013 season. So the season after this, and I wanted Joe Webb to make the team as a wide receiver so bad. Okay. Because after this, he was like, I'm done with this quarterback thing. Right. And I wanted him to make the team so bad, and I'll never forget it. I go to the bathroom to check my phone to see the, the list, and he made it. I was a six wide. They decided to go with six wide receivers, and I was so happy. I think he had like one catch or something. Yeah. It wasn't. I just was so happy for him, but I was so I was reading about him a few days ago because. Um, I was wondering if where if he was playing or anything, and he's not retired. But yeah, he said after this, he after this game, he didn't want to play quarterback ever again. <laughs> I think he might have even slid in at um, with the Carolina Panthers for a little bit after this. And yeah, but he was on as a wide receiver, and yeah. they listed him as emergency quarterback. Look at him go! I know that's exciting, like a twenty yard scramble. Like who who doesn't love that? Thirteen minutes in, I know in. it started out, you know, pretty exciting. You and need then to. I'm it sorry. just didn't, uh, didn't, you know. You need to go back and, like, find someone to do, um, like, old games with. And, like, really? and, like, you wouldn't find that fun. I guess it's, I guess it's so niche it for, the, for the Vikings. It depends on the game, you know. <laughs> yeah, you find, the, you find the good games. Well, there isn't that many. <laughs> that oh, that bit would last about three weeks. 
You got losing games. <laughs> you got good games. If you're doing games. it once a week. No. Oh, my. No. I, uh, yeah. I. You want to get during, into that? I remember during COVID, they, um, went, like, still quarantine part of COVID, they had, uh, gosh was it a monday night it was they were showing like monday night on football on espn and they replayed the um game where brett Favre goes back to lambeau oh yeah uh, in 2009 yeah. and um we watched that because you know we were also bored we were like we're gonna treat this like this is a real game hell yeah we got all dressed up we went to get donuts you know did some donut club like did the whole bit and watching that for the first time beginning to end was so cool because it was also you know you don't just sit there and really watch at least i don't i don't really sit around and watch old games and plus it you know it felt it wasn't sped up it still had the commercials and everything and you forget all the little details of not only that game but any game and all of the 2009 personalities on that team and how cool it really was so that was that was awesome but i don't think there's many other games i necessarily need to watch no i get you and i'm just kind of i'm trying to be like ironically stupid right now even 2017 (laughs) nfc or a uh divisional game i know people love minneapolis miracle game i i don't okay i don't like it i I wouldn't want to watch that either really you don't like the like didn't they kill him in the first half almost fucking yes. lose it in the second half and yes then... that's why i don't like it like oh, they okay. played so well in the first half and then the defense like completely collapsed and then again like i'm not trying to offend anyone i know people are really sensitive about this but to sit here and like you're great you're gonna call like a divisional round game that you almost blew the only one because of a fluke <laughs> accident like a mistake made by the cornerback yeah a mini, the Minneapolis miracle, and then you lost the next week. So is it really that like amazing of a moment? Yes, in that moment it was very cool, but I just don't think it deserves to be pedestalized. You know? Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> I just I feel like you should have never been in that position in the first place. Yeah, you're very lucky that that happened, but yeah, so that just wasn't great for me. That night, to al- watch that night wouldn't always, be great for me to watch. That night always reminds me of uh, my sister found her husband was cheating in the basement that night. Oh. Oh like, my god i'm not shitting you i'm on the couch like back against the couch i'm um, watching the game i'm like having the pity party every vikings fan is having um my brother-in-law is downstairs with our next door neighbor who they're supposedly putting together what my niece got for a christmas present and my sister came in and i remember freaking the fuck out being like holy shit she went down and she comes up freaking out, throws a shot glass, was like, she was fucking kissing him. She was fucking kissing him. And like, I'm like, oh, no, I got to go back to this game real quick. This is nuts. And like, <laughs> You're like, oh, I can't miss this. <laughs> there's so much going on in my life at that point. I just oh go, my God. I, I, this is literally like that's what led to me like moving out of her place. So I was like, well, I just got to enjoy what I have right now. Like, oh, this yeah. was, I oh. broke sobriety that game. I took three months off of drinking. It's like the longest I've had in oh, like yeah. forever. Well, the Vikings will do that to you. Oh, my God. It was amazing. But yeah, I had a whole my that game just has a whole like series of things that was like, oh, wow, yeah. that's a hell of a day for me. And I'm not gonna act like that entire week. No, for I didn't sure. soak it up. That night I probably stayed up I probably stayed up for two days watching Sports Center highlights and, and everything. I'm not gonna say it wasn't special, yeah. but to then just lay an egg a week later in the NFC championship game, it's like It's eh, so Vikings. Eh, it's the same know, story. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and romanticize a divisional round win that you won that way you know but that's just me uh so okay they were kissing and then did they break up 
So or what happened there? I'm gonna tweet so, the picture real quick. So it's so stupid. So the story was is that she was grabbing him by the shirt, being like, "You need to be better to your wife." That's and what it, the girl that's was what, saying. That's what the girl was saying, and my sister was losing her shit. But I think you also like have to reach a point of denial just because you're like, I didn't fully see a lot of it. And I have, what can I, can I throw my whole, like, I think there's a conversation you have in your head at that split second. Can I throw my whole life away based on what I saw, right? Well, you probably also, if you're so shocked, you're questioning yourself on what you saw too, right? So she had, she had a a quick little, like, you know, couple months where they tried to figure it out and it was no bueno. Turns out that chick just uh, was the next door neighbor, like I said. Yeah. All she had to do was pack a bag and throw it over the fence because that's what she did. So then she moved in? She literally moved in next door. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So my mom so my mom cheated on my dad with a next door neighbor. Oh wow. And kind of same bit. Um my mom one day was like, Hey, how do you feel about having two Christmas trees? <laughs> I'm like, What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. She's like, Well, you know, you're gonna have two Christmas trees. Next thing I know, we move into this house. I'm like, What? And all of the furniture from the next door neighbor's house was in the house. And I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, he's living there. Oh, devastating. Jesus. So anyway, yeah, I can relate to <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. That was my life. All of a sudden, the next door neighbor, yeah. No. Didn't that- end well, but anyway. Right. Well, hey, they're married now. They're still together? Oh, like, I guess yeah. that was only, you know, January of 2018. Well, yeah. who knows? I mean, how long were they hooking up? I don't know. I mean, he, and it was always one of those things where it's like, uh, um, he always made jokes. He always made jokes about like, uh, like, um, do you ever think you'll see him banging in the window when he was like grilling or something? Or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty like, just, or like, uh, you know, one time I looked out this window and I saw her um, uh, in her kitchen, and I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, she wasn't. She was looking good. I was like, all right, like, like that's cool man and then it's like always like i don't know dudes have a way to kind of play things off where it's like i don't know what you're saying if it's trying to be like dude humor if it's trying to be like you're trying to hint something he was obviously subconsciously like letting people know that like things were going to happen eventually anton winfield well chris cook was just on my oh my god didn't he hit a girl uh yeah wasn't that still in college though i thought it was with the uh didn't 49ers right didn't Oh, he did go to the 49ers after the Vikings. Yeah. I apologize. I hate that that's the first thing I like bring up cuz I don't I don't mean to be that like mm-hmm. dude things happen. I just I'm trying like that was the first thing was like didn't he have like a bad one I thought like In college I'm I sorry know that he you did said his well. his guy. I'm sorry. Were, did you say that's your guy? Well, not in that way. So he okay. went to UVA. Okay, okay. And um I lived in Richmond at the time, Got which you. is like an hour away. Support for the community. And yeah, I completely one understand. night randomly, this must have been probably 2012. Jefferson. He sent a tweet that was like hey who's in richmond and i was like oh i am i mean this is a different era on twitter and he dms me and he asks me if i can get him some weed oh jesus (laughs) and i was like uh you know i i I don't know and he's i don't know what i said i probably was like oh yeah i could try or something and he's like, all right, but this is between me and you, right? I could trust you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get you in trouble. I know how much better this team is with you on it. Oh, my Which God. Which I didn't necessarily believe. I That's just okay. was like. Yeah, you're going to be. You're I mean, gonna I, play you it know, out. he was better than a lot of other options. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm not going to rat you out. 
uh, hopefully the statute of limitations has run out. Right. Oh yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. Fine. But I didn't. I didn't do it. I. W- I mean, I would have never met up with him or anything like that. But I was just like, oh, that's kind of bold. <laughs> just hit you up to see if you're just, the plug. Hey, can you give me some weed, uh, sir? Damn. Uh, but that's what I meant by that. No, you good. And it was kind of we. Well, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to bring. Well, I guess I'll say uh, when Jeff Gladney got in trouble. Um for his assault situation that was later dismissed he also wore number 20 they both wore the same number okay and so i remember being like okay there's a curse there's well, a too curse. many similarities uh going on here right but um I'm no. not. I'm not being rude on my phone. I was. Try- I don't have a clear photo that shows that this is what this is. No, you're you know fine. Right? It's not. Yeah, it's it's an old game. Well, it, people are going to be very interested in, in this, so I, I, you know. I got you. I got to turn the turn the narrative on Twitter for the day because it's been a little been a little dramatic. Do you want to start with that? Do you want to kind of what's what's I mean like on Vikings Twitter? Yeah. Oh, nothing the, that juicy. What's just the like. Deeds? Some girl, I didn't have any idea who she was. Look um, at that rollout. Get you 15 yards or 10, 12, maybe. Right. Um, some girl who I had never heard of before. So I opened Twitter today, and um, I see, like, a collage of girls in a photo, and I'm one of them. Okay, and, I saw uh, the collage thing. Huh. Oh, you saw that? Well, I, I had scrolled your, your Twitter before you came on real quick oh, just okay. to see anything. Yeah, so and just I saw that, about that, that was going on. So okay. it was just this girl I didn't know who was basically just talking shit about me and some other girls. And I don't really know what the gist was of it. I think she said that we all use filters and we all are annoying and um, I don't know. So, you know, that's fine. Uh, I don't use filters, but that's fine. Yeah. And... That's the thing. Like, if you want to say mean things about me, there's a lot of things you could say. But at least make it true. <laughs> and also, like, she has heavily filtered photos. Anyway, this is so petty. But everyone, like, came to our defense. Like, a lot of people came to our defense, which is really nice. But so my my phone was just blowing up all day. So it'd be nice to post some, you know. I got you. Some content that's, uh, yeah, you know. Fuck. <laughs> Like people like getting in your DMs and shit, saying bad well, shit. Look that's at Rudolph. The thing. She was trying to say. <laughs> Look she at was, baby Rudolph. She was trying to say. I I think that her plan really backfired because for one, I I don't know how many followers I got out of it, but I got a lot. I also got like at least fifteen OnlyFans subscribers. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so thanks, girl. And um, I did get quite a few DMs, and I'm like, eh, no, I didn't answer those. But I'm right. like, you're sitting here saying that. Uh, you know. Anyway, she basically just made her case where she's like, "Oh, you know, they only have followers because they post pictures in shorts or something." Which, again, I don't post pictures in shorts. But yeah, no, it's no like, I get but you. You're saying this. You're saying that all of these are simp's, but then you're just handing simp's over to me. So I don't know. Right. Thanks, girl. Right. It's kind of yeah. She's a, a double-edged sword. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, she made me some money, so that's cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Go um, yeah, go I guess. Well, here, you've been around the Vikings all week, right? I or haven't. the last couple weeks. Not this week? Well, see, last I told week you, you I wanted to come on tonight because I'm like, there'd be a lot more to talk about because the joint practice and stuff. I didn't get to go to practice yesterday or today because they changed the time. It was supposed to be from 2.30 to 4.30 like it usually is. And Monday they changed the time to 10 to 12, so I couldn't go. 
Okay. So, and they've barely said anything that happened today. Fine. So, anyway. I no I, I, but we can still obviously talk about it. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. The questions I have are going to be completely relevant to this. So okay. <laughs> I, I think we should just start off with this. This one actually is kind of relevant, but I'm just kind of... I want to get your take on it, and I want to know also why you think he, like this is such a scrutinized thing. Like It feels like the last two weeks the joke is so played out. The question I have for you is, do you think in this new facility with Kevin O'Connell, do you think all of the Vikings could be doing DMT trips in TCO? Okay, hold on. Before I answer that, I don't. I um. <laughs> let me just say this is the third time I've been here to do this podcast. Okay. I have never seen um. <laughs> a, uh, you pull out a paper with any preparation. <laughs> I literally didn't so. want to. I didn't want to lose <laughs> these great questions. I have. I'm. I'm. I don't know if this is your normal MO, but so I'm a little taken aback. All right, if if they're gonna do what in the new facility? If, if they've been doing DMT. Okay, yeah. What is DMT? That's like where you take off. Like, um, if you get the right stuff, um, it's three big hits. Uh huh. And you supposedly take off for 15 minutes to somewhere that um you you can't describe. So this is something that is supposed to like reset your mind type of thing. It's the ayahuasca. Okay. It, it's ayahuasca, but ayahuasca is like a six-hour trip where yeah. you you have this whole process. DMT is more of a short trip where you kind of shortcut all that uh-huh. and you do 15 minutes of like an explosive. You are no longer. You see things that are here. You hear th- You hear vibrations. People say it's nuts. Um, there is. There are people. Just in case, there are people actually um, studies that have people on a constant drip, and they're trying to map out where people are going when they do this. Because all people kind of say say relatively close things. Uh huh. So they think there's like somewhere that they can map to be like, where is this extra place this thing takes you to? Changa, which is like a little more of a. It's like a longer lasting sort of DMT. Uh-huh. Um, people people get fucked up on it. But a lot of people say it's like for growth and shit. Anyways, it's a whole fucked up thing. This is so funny because when I was driving over here, I was like, I got to hear what Bobby's opinion is on this Aaron Rodgers. I love it. Stuff. So it's so funny that you're bringing it up. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> and you haven't tried it. You haven't tried DMT? I have not, but I But am, you would. I would love to. I would yeah. love to. I. Because I, mostly, and this is like kind of what the podcast started with, is one of the big things I talked about in the earlier days was like my big fear of like dying. And I don't, oh. have, a, I don't have a belief in God because of it. So I would be completely like into like this transcendent, like, holy shit, I saw something that my mind can't conceptuate right now. So I'd be down for it in a a heartbeat. And it really only lasts 15 minutes. 15 minutes, people say it's almost hard enough to grasp what you did, but you know that like things happen. Now, Changa, that's DMT. Changa is like almost where you get like, there's levels to it where like sometimes you get like a joker where it's like the joker or like, um... What's the 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 jouster or the, the people the, somebody who made you laugh in the olden days, right? Like uh-huh. a goofy guy. Sometimes you only get to that level and it like scares you. But like kind of like if you do shrooms like once and you get scared, it's like oh well maybe you weren't mentally ready and like you did it in the wrong setting and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I'm definitely into that. Where like there's maybe something out there that gives you like that first level and then you go deeper and you figure it out and you conquer that level and then you go to a higher level and you start figuring things out and yeah, I love That's all like that stuff. Like a video stuff. game. <laughs> I love all that stuff. I love all that yeah. stuff because I. I you know, so it, where does someone buy something like this? DMT is actually getting. It's one of those things where I don't know if it's illegal, but they definitely like don't let you buy it. So it's like people so are you finding have to have it. a dealer, or how do you find it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, you have. It's not like a weed thing. It's not like easy to find, but I, you can find it. People are finding it. Like, um, it's popping up. A lot more people are talking about it. Um, so it, it's kind of people can make. I, I'm so ignorant on yeah, this kind of. Yeah, yeah. You I, can. You can get. You can get products. There's. There's things that. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. There's so things, these are all in the same family. Yeah, it's this psychedelics. This and ayahuasca and all that is the same. It, it's psychedelics. Ayahuasca is like a slower, um, less powerful, but it's more of a long-lasting, and that's the one where, yes, you may throw up or shit yourself, but you're yeah. there with somebody. And it's it's like three months of a preparation is what, like, the actual, like, uh, I mean, now they're kind of making money on it, right? Like, you're not getting the full experience that it was. Because you're going to, like, a retreat and... Sp- yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're getting like the monetized version. Like before, right, it right. was three months of purity. You had to maybe even plan out a whole year to try to discuss yourself in your head what you wanted to attack when you went on this trip. That was a whole thing of it. Yeah, and and this like, and it you're you're they're I mean, modernizing something that is like an ancient thing. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very cool. I love it. But like, okay, I mean. I definitely have some traumatic events in my life that I would like to, you know, maybe not think about and stuff. Yeah. But I can't, I don't really have anything that I'm sitting here like, you know what? For three months, I'm going to prep myself. I mean, for sure. I, I can't for think sure. of what it would be. Like, it would have to be such a bad event that I feel like I would want to go through shitting myself for four days. For sure. I don't know. I guess I'm just wondering what are these, what happened to these people or. Is it not about that? Is it just about you want another level of clarity? I mean, what... I just... I'm so ignorant to this kind of stuff. No, I don't know. I, th- I think it's an experience. I think most people, like... If you take shrooms, I right. think that's a, that's a good step to be like, whoa, what is that? And then I think shrooms are kind of that Mason-Dixon line of okay. reality and what is somewhere in your head that something creates, like, what you just did for on the amount of... Sh- right. On the time of shrooms. And so then, I need to try to start with the shrooms. I would say that. And a lot of people are like, Dan Cole had a whole segment on it. And he's kind of been the one Yesterday? that... They all bug me. They all bug me because they've all been shitting on it. Barrero has. I haven't listened to the morning show. Um, and PA hasn't really gone too hard onto it. But Dan and... and uh, both Dans uh, yeah. have kind of really just like over-mocked it. And, and, and it's like... If the guy's not being an asshole, he's an asshole. We all thought Aaron Rodgers was an asshole. When this game was going on, we were like, ah, oh, oh, we yeah. all hated Rodgers. If the guy's just going like, hey, I'm doing things and I'm finding peace in my life, I don't get, like, making fun of him for it. Like, if he went on, like, medication and had, like, a, a, a breakdown and was like, I'm medicated, I'm doing mm-hmm. better now, we'd all support him. But it's, like, because this weird thing that talks about, like, have you ever read, the, like, the side effects of, a, of a, you know, an anti-depression drug? Like, they're not right. the greatest things in the world. But no. it, it always just makes me mad. And, like, I made the joke on Twitter. It's funny that a, a station that has every commercial brought to you by Biotech and Pfizer keeps shitting on something that wouldn't, would lead to somebody not taking one of their products. And I, I joke, that's like a whole big thing that I'm like obviously dumb about. But like, it just kind of bugs me that like, it can't be open that like these people who obviously have like a good grasp on it can't just like chill about like, yeah, the guy went out and did some crazy shit. He's, he's been dating these women who are taking him on to like something that makes him feel better. You know, he doesn't have family. Like, I, I think he's an intriguing I mean, again, I think that the people that were um, that you're mentioning that are kind of giving him a tough time about it yeah. are kind of are boomers for sure. Uh, you know, so they even though I heard Dan yesterday and I haven't been listening to the fan really since I, I'm kind of was on a cleanse. Yeah. Uh, but I caught Dan yesterday and he was saying he's like, I've tried it all. You know, I've done the psychedelics. I've done this. I've done that. And he was basically saying that he's just still, he's like, I've done the micro dosing. And I'm like, have you? He's like, it, I, that was a thing. And I, maybe it was, but I had never heard about micro dosing until like the last couple years that people mm-hmm. are saying that they're micro dosing every day or, yeah. you know, if or every other day. Or, or yeah. Schedule or, he, of it. Exactly. Like, I haven't heard of that being a regular thing. Maybe it always has been. Um, but I, 
the little bit of impression I got was that they just weren't very interested in hearing about it anyway. Yeah. Like, and to, and to give Dan some credit, at the end of it, he did say, I, I also do understand what people are saying when they are like, taking this. So, yeah. And, and it's he more did. just the, the repetitiveness of just not breaking loose of the idea of somebody doing that and maybe enlightening themselves. Who knows? Right. You know? and, I think people in general just don't really get... And not even, I mean, take the drugs out of it. Um, don't really just get that whole, like, kumbaya kind of sure. be one with nature type of thing. For and sure. I think with Aaron Rodgers, he is this... Uh, captiv- an captivating is too strong. Yeah. it's too, That's too strong of a word, but, like... Eh, he is just... He's, he's very unique. And... Um, Especially this, you know, he's been on every year. You get a little bit something different with him, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, uh, the girlfriends are. Oh, I, I don't know. The girlfriends, know. the family, the brother on the Bachelor. It, I mean, it's, yeah. it's all of it. I will say it does bother me when people, uh, you know, when people's insult is, "Oh, well, your own family doesn't even talk to you." You know, I, I personally hate that because I don't talk to my family. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in right now. I'm not in a place where I'm. Firmly not speaking to anyone, but I definitely have been there. I'm just, I'm not close with my family. I never have been. I'm never going to be. Yeah. And so I would hate for somebody to look at me and be like, oh, well, she's a piece of shit because she doesn't right. talk to her. She talks to her parents twice a year or something. Your story's you written know? because your family doesn't like you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You have the whole... So we don't know what their deal is. And so I don't, I don't really like it when he gets judged for that. I think he's got enough other examples of being an asshole that we don't really have to, yeah, for sure. you know, go into the blame him for for that too um but i just i don't know he's just he's really an interesting guy i mean that tattoo uh and um the girl history and uh, yeah but it's i'm interested i'm gonna be interested to see what personality he has this year if it's gonna be the same if it's gonna like is he gonna be doing discount double check yeah is that a thing of the past he called out those young wideouts they had a meeting not called by him but he did a lot of talking is what the report said and the guys were all like, he just wants better out of us. It's like, how long is that going to last? Like, how is that going to be a chill attitude this whole year? Is he going to is he gonna get yeah. all Aaron Rodgers pissy about it, you know? Well, I mean, I completely got his argument, was it the year before last, where he kept saying he wasn't going to come back and, yeah. and all of that. I just wish he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I, I would have never, I mean, I was convinced he wasn't coming back just because of the personality type that he is, the arrogance. Um, I don't, I never saw him as a person who was going to be so adamant about something and then give in. Um, I just thought that, it, um, obviously, I don't know, shit, this is just my outsider perspective. No, you're fine, you're fine. That I thought the, the relationship between him and LaFleur was fractured and I didn't, I never thought, you know, from the second he, uh, Listen, we know that Aaron Rodgers is a spiteful guy that holds on to things. Oh, yeah. He's still, like, you know, he was complaining about the 49ers not drafting him for how long, you know? So he always had that chip on his shoulder, and that's great. If that makes you more competitive, like, that's your thing. So I thought he's never going to forgive LaFleur for this Jordan Love situation, especially when you take into account that they have never drafted him a wide receiver. It's always just... Oh, we'll give you these little scrubs, and you'll just make them better. Right. You know, like yeah. we'll give Alan you these Lazard, scraps. a seventh round pick or sixth round pick. Yeah, we'll give you these scraps, and because you're Aaron Rodgers, they'll be better. Yeah, and yeah. that gets really old. We'll, you know, we'll trade a sixth round pick for an old Cobb. Right. I mean, or even I mean, look, Aaron. Everybody knows this. Aaron Rodgers is just one of those quarterbacks that makes receivers better. They go other places, and they're not good. Yeah. I'm ex- I'm interested to see what's going to happen to Devontae this year. 
with Derek Carr, um, who isn't a bad quarterback by any means. But uh, he's not Aaron Rodgers. No, he's not Aaron Rodgers. So I think when he said he was going to come back, I thought for sure they're going to get him the wide receiver that he wants, right? <laughs> they're going to do it. <laughs> did they? He no. was in North Dakota. They no. got a second round pick. Uh, they they did do a second round pick. So. I wanted him. I want. Do you think so. we were gonna get him? I wanted that guy. I don't know much. I don't know shit. But uh, yeah. six four white dude. It's like hell yeah. If he's if he's already like supposed to be in the second round, people are. Th- it's mm-hmm. a consensus like oh he's gonna go early. It's like fuck yeah, take him. Like I would have loved to see another guy there. KJ Osborne apparently killing it. Uh, yeah, Amir, uh, Amir Smith Marset. That dude fucking killing it. Love it. I got gotcha. So anyway, whatever. Anyway, so back to the question. So do I think that they're going to be doing that? I said, do you think they have been under the O'Connell like <laughs> regime? No, I don't. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I don't. But, um, you know, I don't know if if the guys want to do it. And I mean, to, I just I guess I, whatever. No, I don't think that they are. I don't. So I have never done shrooms or anything. OK. Either um, by either by. You haven't. I have not. I'm, I have never said no to them, but I've never been offered them. Oh. So. So until I have never been offered them either. Until I was at, la- not this most recent Rib Fest, but the Rib Fest before that, one of Vince's friends there, well, I don't know how the conversation came about, but had shrooms. Not with him there, but like gave them to another one of our friends. Okay. At another date. And so... I get invited over to the shroom party. It's like, and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do that. Because I just get, anyway, I didn't end up doing it. The other three yeah. girls did do it. Um, You know, made it, put them in smoothies and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, chocolate so, bars, all that stuff. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I'm just going to observe what you guys do. And then if it seems fun next oh, time, I'll do it. Good. It was actually, nothing happened. Nothing so happened. So I think they didn't take enough. Okay, for sure. Literally nothing happened to them. Um... One of our friends, you know, that I've been here with before was asleep on the couch. Um, so, but I think now, like, watching that and seeing, you know, nothing bad happened to them. Yeah. Uh, maybe I would do Don't it. Don't take crazy it amount. Just, a crazy amount yeah. might set you off. It just makes me, like, I don't like, you know, if you're, for me, if I'm drunk and, you know, you're too drunk, you can be like, all right, I'm too drunk. I'm going to chill for a bit. And you could, it wears down pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, but like with weed, when I've done too much weed, I just feel like I'm in hell. I feel ya. And it takes so long. I get so much paranoia, and I think that's why I'm scared to do anything. Yeah. Else. And and like, yeah, I feel ya. I feel ya. But I can't believe you haven't. I would love to, but I'm also like, I'm just, I've like earlier days, I wouldn't have when I was a dad. Yeah. When I was 22, something changed where I would love to. I just never have had the opportunity. And well. I, if, Vince, if, next rib fest. Yeah, no <laughs> Make shit. sure that everyone on the guest list is there. Yeah, no shit. And we're all staying. <laughs> we yeah. could do. We could do it at Vince's house. Rent a room at the Ramada. <laughs> Just kidding. We wouldn't do it at your house, but I guess I probably shouldn't put it out there that Vince has a drug house. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't. This no. wasn't done at his house. Just a conversation was had. No. <laughs> Just a guy. No, smoking cigs. That's the only thing there. That and alcohol. Cigs. Yeah, there's a guy outside smoking cigs. I, I talked to a guy uh, who nonstop lit up cigs for an entire conversation I had with him. He'd put one out. He he was almost damn near putting them out with, like, starting one with the other. I mean, this might be the person that I'm talking about that has the shirt. I, I don't remember anyone smoking, but. We'll, we'll call him probably. Swim, someone who isn't me. That's Slim? Swim, someone who isn't oh, me. Oh, I thought you meant Slim, like Virginia Slims. He was no. smoking. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. No. That's, um, what I used to, that's what I started smoking cigarettes but, with. 
Yeah. When I was uh, were those here? freshman, freshman, freshman year of high school, I was smoking uh, Virginia Slims. Why did you steal them from someone? Yeah, or? my buddy Brady's mom. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that's a gal cigarette. Yeah, for I sure. Do people even smoke Slims anymore? I don't. Uh, she did. That's the only person I've ever seen smoke them. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess we just don't see as many people smoke anymore. In right. General, well, but Virginia Slims are they actually like Virginia? Like everyone in Virginia smoked them. Every chick in Virginia well, smoked them. Or most cigarettes are come from Virginia. Okay. Phil oh, Morris sure. is in Virginia, so oh, wow. they're kind of all Virginia. There you go. But, uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't say disproportionately. I guess I don't <laughs> never lived anywhere else. But right. The gals would smoke, you know, Virginia Slims or 100s, the, the long skinny ones, until Camel Crush came out. Oh. I got the, into the Marble NXTs. Those are cool. Same what's thing. What's that? It, was, uh, it turned a regular cigarette into a menthol. Okay, it's got the cr- thing you crush. Yep. Yeah. So, but Camel Crush, it was so. You could do orange. You could do yeah. There well, was a the, few the pack was black, and then the writing was pink. Yep. And the oh, cigarette yeah, yeah. was pink. So every girl wanted to smoke that. Like they, that marketing was pretty. Oh, genius. trust me, I get marketed by a pink can all the time. Oh. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. Um, all right. Why did the Vikings not use Greg Carmillo in 2010? That's the question I wanted to get you with. That's the question? That's what I was going to YouTube to look up was Greg Camillo Viking highlights. There are fucking none. I'm pissed because I remember being like 13 years old. Or 2010. I was was 16 years old. Shit. 15, 16 years old. They traded for him and we didn't fucking use him at all, really. He got like maybe 30 catches or something. Hold on. I got to even look at what he looks like because I... I remember being like, we need a white wide receiver like that. I don't know why I thought like that, but I was like, we need like one of those because Wells Welker oh, was a big wow. deal. Julian Edelman was a huge deal at that point. Oh, Danny Amendola. God, I forgot all about this guy. I uh, loved him. I don't know why. He was killing it with the Dolphins, and he didn't do shit here. He was an undrafted free agent. Great guy. Great, Great co- guy. Well, maybe you should have him on the Great podcast. Camarilla. I'm trying. This is my shout out. This is your dream guest. Greg Hamp. No, um, he's just he's just my lore Viking that I always think of when everyone's like, who's the most random Viking you can think of? What'd they give up for him? Uh, a cornerback. I can't remember who. Um, Chris Webb or something? I mean, listen, 2010 was so traumatic. So funny. Greg Jennings on the Packers still in 2012. I forgot about that. Harrison Smith? Yeah. This has to be the rookie year, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was... Um, this next off season was when Greg Jennings came nice. to uh, Minnesota, and I remember I, I was never I never liked Christian Ponder. I mean, uh, I just never I knew he never had it. I just knew it from the very beginning. And I remember when uh, Greg Jennings did his press conference. I'm thinking, well, I mean, obviously Greg Jennings knows good quarterbacking, and if he's choosing to come play catch balls for Christian Ponder. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> just hyping him up. Just I was well. I was just like, you know, obviously I know you're a free agent. Like you're, you know, you're gonna take the money. But I, it's also about oh, Jared Allen sack. It's also about you know having su- career success, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, Benny Sap. They traded yeah, Benny, Benny Sap. Sap. His kid's playing, and uh, I just followed him. I think he's playing for the Gophers or Northern Iowa. I can't remember. Benny Sap Jr. I think. Yeah, so I... Anyways. 
That was that was. I, you don't have to have any sort of take. No, on that. I did. 2010 was just so traumatic. I don't remember that. What date was that? Now again. August 20 something that they traded for him. Oh, it was even in the off season. Well, I think. I thought it was mid season for some reason. Well, I could have sworn guess, training ca- camp. It was. I could have sworn they did though. I could have sworn they traded for him like in week four, and for some reason my memory fucked me up, and I thought I have a great memory. Well, and there was also though. I mean, when did, I don't think that Brett Favre even agreed to come back until the very end. So that was a whole saga. Oh yeah. And then. Um, and that was a bag. The first one was kind right. of a playful. Hey, come on. But that was kind of dominating everyone's. So I think that one was kind of under the radar for me. And then obviously they got Randy a few weeks later, so there was one less wide receiver spot for him then. I wouldn't feed <laughs> this was, shit to my dog. That was short-lived. Dogs. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Right Speaking of, Brad Childress was at training camp yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I saw you, uh, yeah, you uh, in 2010 you called for his head. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I can't believe I had a tweet that said, I wish Ziggy Wolf had Twitter so I could tell him to fire Brad Childress. And then there's a picture, what, how many years later? 12 years later of those two hanging out. God, oh, yeah. it was over. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what That's he was nice doing pass. there. It, it's bothering me that I don't know why he was there. He's just having fun. And no one seems no one seems interested. Like Chris They're- Thomason, I texted him. I said, why, is, why was Brad Childress at camp? He is- calls me. And... He's like, well, I didn't know he was there till he left, or till I left, and I saw it on Twitter. And I'm like, well, are you gonna ask why he was there tomorrow? And he said, no. I'm like, why? This is a Chris Thomason storyline, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Chris Thomason is the one who is all fixated on pa- the past and stuff. He's like, well, no. I'm like, well, why? He said, well, because I used to go do that with Zimmer because he gave one word answers. I could ask a few things, but. I, I can't do that with Kevin O'Connell. I'm not, I'd have to sacrifice other questions. Right, Motherfucker, right. I need to know. Do you think, are the Vikings putting on something for like a Ring of Honor event this weekend? Or it's a home no. game, home preseason well, game. So usually there's like some weird. No one would want him at it. Oh, really? I mean, the. I mean, listen, I knew that the players didn't like him. But in the last, you know, almost two years of doing uh, the Believe in Vikings podcast with Bryant McKinney, any, any guests that we've had from that time period, um, Nate Burleson, Troy Williamson, Bryant himself, Randy Moss, uh, anyone who played for him in that era, I always ask about Brad Childress, and they all always have a really b- like bad stories about him. Damn, damn. And things that like never made the news. And even though I've been doing this podcast with Bryant for you know two years, and he comes up even when those guests aren't on the show. Last night, Bryant told me another story that I had still never heard that Brad Childress wouldn't let him go to his childhood friend's funeral because he was going to miss a preseason game. Damn. (laughs) And and so I was like, what? You've never told this story. Um, And he took Troy Williamson's game check for going to his grandmother's funeral and his grandmother raised him. So that was his mom. Christ. Um, he ended up giving it back after all of the guys in the locker room basically were like, what the, what the hell? Who did he cut on fucking Christmas Eve? Mario Williams? The receiver. Uh, we literally just Marcus Robinson. Up. Yes. Marcus Robinson cut him on Christmas Eve. And the fucking, um, that was what kind of ended his, ended it, that was ended it, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, he traded Randy without anyone's consent. 
um, you know, didn't tell anybody. So, and this word came out of Brian's last night, not mine. He said, he's a narcissist. And I'm like, wow, Brian McKinney's okay. He's calling him that? Okay. Well, so, I mean, even like last year, he called into the fan to talk shit about uh, Ben Lieber. Okay. He blamed Ben Lieber for the, quote, schism controversy. Oh, the, on on uh, the game, on the Saints game? Uh, I think it was the Carolina game oh, shit. that they okay, lost. That's when the schism was born that Chili supposedly wanted to bench Brett Favre. And okay, okay. he just called him randomly to PA and very, um, like, nonchalantly slipped it in there. Like, this guy on your station is not the... I, he just alluded to Ben being responsible for something to do with the schism. I don't remember the exact. But yeah, yeah. I've I never gotcha. heard anyone say a nice thing about him. And Damn. so I don't think anybody would want him at their celebration. I got you. <laughs> That's why it was weird. Like, and Troy Williams and I had like some really crazy stories about him. But I, so I DM Troy last night and I said, can you believe this? I sent him up the picture and he was like, no, I really can't. <laughs> and BMAC in our text said, what the hell is he doing there? He better not be there for some consultant role. No consulting. He does not need to be a consultant. I'm like, All right. Damn. So, so those guys are very. Uh, yeah. And I can't speak for everybody, but just the ones I've talked to, which were pretty big playmakers of the day. Yeah. You know. Any any coach that comes into a professional setting and is like, you're all gonna wear suit and ties. It's like, bro, get out of here. Like. It's such a weird thing. I, the NFL and like court marshaling players never make sense mm-hmm. to me. It's like you you lose all the like power yeah. struggle, you know. And I asked, um, who was it? It was either Burke or Brad Johnson. I said, when you're like in the locker room, like do you have respect for your coach? He goes, you have to. It's football. You're designed as a football player from your entire youth yeah. to respect your head coach. But there are dudes who do realize that at some point, this is also my job. Go fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. And I think for them, a lot of those guys, especially they're going for Mike Tice, who is a player's coach, yep. who expects you to do your job. But at the same time, you know, and he's going to be tough on you and joke, you know, joke, get, give you shit. Former player and all that. Yeah. yeah but he's not going to he's not going to be a dick just to be a dick. Right. At the same time. Like he he. Brad Johnson just had no empathy for these guys. It was just about Children, corralling sorry. them and controlling them and showing he's boss. And so I got you. Um, I so I don't know what he was here for, but I guess he must still be buds with Ziggy on some level. Um, but give the guy a tour when no one else is there. Don't bring him around. <laughs> he's gotten fat. We can say that. I I I would have never known that was him if I wasn't told it was him. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't notice his weight gain until Bryant brought it up on the podcast later. Um, he was like, "Is it dude I, has an out for him?" Well, Fuck he was yeah. like, "Is it just the angle or what?" And yeah. I'm like, "I didn't even notice." So old then dudes I do again. get that chin. That that thing starts to hang down there for a little Women bit. Women get it too. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just age. Well, everything just moves down. Every it is age, but it's also coaches are like wear hats all the time. John you know, Kuhn. so their oh, face shit. is protected from the sun, but never their neck. Yeah, so right, like the right. neck ages at a faster rate. His neck has always fascinated me as well. His <laughs> McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy's now is so funny when you watch him with Dallas. Oh yeah. Like you definitely had an off season to just watch football, didn't you? Like oh he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. got big. He got big after he came back. Then they always do a beard. The big dude, you know, a dude hits a certain like I'm not I'm not happy with my weight when they grow a shit beard and try to cut the line. It ain't helping, dude. Like, I've been there. Like it just you got to grow the, the whole neck thing. Any fat dude you ever see with a beard that goes right here. 
he thinks it's like slimming and it's oh, like, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. dude, that's bad. No. To, to a white ass neck you just shaved. It's like, ah, dude. Well, and again, no I'm offense kidding, to I'm anyone kidding. who deals with this, but like, don't you think it would be like uncomfortable? Like your stubble growing into your skin like that? Yes. It is. I can't do a straight shave. So, like, I do, like, a razor that, like, gets close, but it's not technically, like, shaving cream and all that shit. Because I would, I break out, I could do the whole neck thing. It's, it's, it. Anyways, that's not on this list here. <laughs> um, we already talked about Camp Standout so far this year. There's not really one. No one's really kind of, is anyone, is anyone killing it? the tweet. No. Oh, oh, you're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> um, anyone killing it at stand- Camp Camp standout. I mean, um, have you? What, what's the why you're saying? What's the what's the internet? What, I mean, I, this is the thing. What's the word on the street? I I don't. I, got, I mean, this is such a boring answer. I, I think that the guys that are supposed to be doing well are doing well, and yeah. there it doesn't seem like there has been anyone in particular that has just risen up and is going to take away anyone's job. Or they also haven't very been very forthcoming on the depth necessarily who's where on the depth chart at least with the first release yeah i guess my answer to that would be uh kellen bond <laughs> in, okay. the last, in the, preseason, in the yeah. last you know week or what less than a week yeah um it, that at least has been a relief for me and a little bit surprising given that not what two weeks ago kevin o'connell said that quarterback number two might not be on the roster which made me very nervous Okay. So, he hasn't looked great in practice, but he looked decent in that in that game. game. Yeah, moving um, around, he was he was making something happen. Yeah, and well, and that's what's been um, disappointing. I mean, first of all, it was shocking that they even drafted a quarterback, right? And especially in the third round, which isn't that high, but they didn't have a second round. Yeah. So he was their second pick of that draft, yeah. which makes it more significant, in my opinion. And it was like, all right, what's going on here? And then he didn't, even last preseason, he didn't get much action in the preseason. Everyone knew he was a quote project, but it's just been kind of a mystery to me. Um, You know, last year in Green Bay to put in Mannion, who you know what you have. You know you're not winning this game. Right. Even when it got to be second half and you knew you had no chance I kind of I mean I was just like why don't you just put Kellen in just see what you have here like you know you're not gonna win but at least this is a test of maybe an evaluation of what you have in the future do you even want to keep him next year yeah then on the other side it's well you're gonna throw the kid in in Lambeau on in January it's freezing what is he really gonna show you right you know that I mean that it would be an unfair situation as well right right but Zimmer's comments I just thought were extremely cruel and um, uncalled for unnecessary if, if you really think the kid is that shitty and can't play that's fine you don't need to tell the national media and anyone else out there who may be interested in yeah. <laughs> having him play for them in the right. future right um, and if he's already suffering from low confidence, that certainly isn't going to help. Well, and it's um, – sorry. No, go ahead. And there was, like, you know, there's a schism between, like, not um, not playing the rookies that season and there was a whole well, – yeah, he's got his whole thing. But, well, that's what I was going to say when we talked about Childress, though. It's so interesting to me how when teams change coaches, 
they typically go for the polar opposite. Not only do they go usually defense to offensive minded, yep. but they go from players coach a to player's hard coach ass. to a hard ass to a player's coach to a hard ass. And so now we're going into that player's coach and it, it'll be interesting to see how that, how that ends up working. But um, yeah, you're right. Like he just had all of these things. So then to hear Kevin O'Connell, who's a former quarterback say, Oh, QB number two might not be on the roster. is like, Oh, God, he really right. is that bad. Right. Um, so I, I hope that that preseason gave, gave him some confidence and he really can be QB, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I – but as far as anybody else, I mean, um, yeah, I don't – That's okay. <laughs> I, I think we'll learn a lot more on Saturday. Right. Because, I mean, it, and even if – I'm not a big, like, you need to see anything out of Kirk. I don't care. No, I'm with you. I, I don't want to see it. I'd rather see the guys who have to make the team try to, like, go out and do something fun. And that's what it should be for, really, yeah. and getting those younger, you know, players up to speed. Because the reality is if the veterans go out there and play three series, is that really making that much of a difference for Nothing. them in green wo- game one? Not for a team who overemphasizes, like, not playing in pads, not practicing right. reps to the point of overexhaustion. All of that shit, it doesn't make any sense. Well, Expe- you know. and I think for the linemen, it's a little bit different because they have to also get in sync with the, the guys beside them. Yeah. So for them, from what I understand, those reps are, game time reps are more important. For sure. But for specialty, you know, for wide receivers, quarterbacks, cornerbacks, I think that's kind of just stuff that it's a little bit of a growing pain. Oh, right. Matt Khalil. Um, no, and you say, work it out, but everybody in the NFL is going through the same thing for the most part. Right. So it's not like you're at a huge disadvantage. Well, and the one thing you don't want is whatever year it was where we're kind of all expecting everything. We come out against the 49ers and we oh, get God. fucking beat down. But yeah. the season turned out great. Like it actually was a pretty decent season, right? And we had to wait until what Monday night at like 10 p.m. Yeah, it, it was, was the second Monday night game. It was so bad. <laughs> and I mean, it was it was so bad. Was that 2015? The opener, season opener. Yeah, I just remember being so defeated. And then it was like, well, we got 15 more to go. Like, no. it can't get worse. Snapchat was a thing then, and uh, I just remember taking like a series of my face like throughout the night, and it just got substantially. It hurts. Uh, my less heart impressed. hurts. My heart hurts thinking of that night. Like it was I rough. Jer- I was at Cowboy Jacks. I think Jared McKinnon <laughs> tore his ACL that game. He did. How uh, do you remember all these things? Sal, so yeah. I hate sports, but I have loved the Vikings my whole life. Yeah. I I love this shit. I just like what can what can I do in here? I can't talk. Like I can do this every now and again. I love doing this. Yeah. If I was to try to sit here and be like, all right, the betting odds are fucking, I I would kill myself if this was a fucking sports oh, yeah. thing. But I love reminiscing about sports. Right. It's my favorite. I, it, I love it. Anyways. But that was, they did end up winning the division that year. So that was, that did turn out to be good. Yes. Aaron Rodgers was hurt. So, oh, no, no. He, he was hurt earlier in the season. Then he came back and Teddy did. Was beat, that the bar year? Uh, no, that was 2016. When Barr snapped his fucking arm. Wait, was that, that was 2017, I believe. I think it was 2017 because the yes. Vikings, the two years that the Vikings have won the division, for sure Aaron Rodgers was hurt for a portion of the season at least. And new stadium came in 2015, correct? 16. 16, yeah. okay, gotcha. But 2015, Teddy beat Aaron at Lambeau to win the division. Nice. And then next training camp, Teddy blows his knee out, which has got to be like a year or an anniversary like next week. Yeah. 
So <laughs> where were you anyway, when that happened? Um, I was at. Uh, I mean, I, so I was, oh, I know you. where I was. I was at Ulta buying makeup in uh, Burnsville. <laughs> oh, really? I was driving from, um, I worked for Target at the time, and I was going from Burnsville Target to St. Paul Midway Target because uh, I, like, rotated stores where I would, uh, you know, go train people on beauty products. And then I remember being like, I can't even go into that fucking store. <laughs> oh, wow. I, didn't even, I just sat in my car and just, like, Yeah. It was so bad. I was, we got done with a job. Me and my buddy are driving on the road. I was like, dude, turn it to Cape Finn real quick. I just want to see what's going on at camp. It was the next segment. They were like, Teddy Bridgewater is being rolled out on an ambulance. Yeah, and I ambulance. Was like, are you fucking shitting me? I yeah. was like, he, what the fuck is this? You're like, is he going to lose his leg? Lost my shit. I remember yeah. talking to my dad. Yeah. It was nuts. Terrible. Um, my dad was sick that year. I think that was the year my dad was sick, so he had all day. So I told him to turn to it, and he was like, oh, that sucks. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I remember talking. I uh, uh, Real quick side note, I called that fucking Sam Bradford trade. I was like, go get Did Bradford. You? Go get him. Go get him. I traded yeah. first for Bradford. It was fun that season, and then after that, he became a fucking rag doll. <laughs> well, I, again, I was a target again. Cause, okay, so that was then the Saturday afterwards. Was that like a, I think Teddy, that was like a Tuesday maybe or I During I the work know. week for sure. Yeah. And um, then that Saturday morning, I remember it very clearly. It was like 10 a.m. I'm in Target again and I get a text and I, I see the tweets and I was very upset about the Sam Bradford uh, trade at the time. I think about a, it only took me a day or two and I, all of a sudden I loved it because that's, that's a move you have to make. Uh, it may or may not program. work out, but you just won the division last year. No. This team was peaking. The window was wide open, and this is what you have to do it. it. It might not work out, but you have to do it. And it worked out relatively well. Yeah. So that, That's so crazy that he has a hell of a year getting beat up on, like, an injury-plagued career. Yeah. Gets the shit kicked out of him, comes in with the highest of all expectations. Yeah. Plays one hell of a fucking game and then fucking can't stand on his knee for oh 14 my God. weeks. That game he came back. It and was so fun. That's like that's Josh Freeman level. That is, I mean, just meltdowns of meltdowns. Oh, yeah. I mean, bad well, quarterback play. And the thing was, um, the thing too that was so stressful when Teddy went down. Aside from aside from everything that happened with him and you know, the genuine concern for him and and all that. The U.S. Bank Stadium was opening against the Packers. That was fucking nuts. And it was like September 16th or 17th that that first game was going to be. It was a primetime Sunday night game. And Ted, so Teddy's down, and it's like, what the fuck? Yep. We are really going to lose the first game at our new stadium to the Packers? Yeah. I'm like, I can't think of anything worse. And no one knew how Sam was really going to do, you know. And then so that made winning that game obviously so much better because it was against them. But also not knowing. You never know if you're going to beat the Packers, right? But it, with that scenario, it yeah. was. Uh, so that was really great. And then, yeah, the next year, home opener is Monday night against the Saints. Uh, Sam is lights out. Never seen a better game. 
and mean, then never see him again except for a half in can't Chicago. Can't put pressure on his knee. No. For the life of him. Like, no. Still, like, no. Do we ever hear what it was? A contusion to his fucking knee? Yeah. A bone bruise? Yes. That's the worst bone bruise And then he never played history. again, did he? Like, for anybody. The Cardinals signed him for, like, 20 mil for one year. And he, oh, yeah. he didn't fucking even play did there. He? Yeah, he never did, right? He, like, like, was supposed to. And, again, just injury plagued the who, whole season. I feel bad for guys like that. Because I, it's not their fault, right? That like, twenty mil, he made so much money. He made. Oh, so I don't feel bad for him on that. No, yeah, like, no, 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 I, yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. bad for guy. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, oh my god. They said that guy. They said that he. They said that coming out of anybody that was uh, Teddy, um, all these guys that were around, they said the ball coming out of his fucking hand was different. Oh yeah. Th- they said he yeah. was beyond beyond different. But he also could have played in the NHL. Uh, a couple a couple scouts said. The yeah. dude was an athlete. I mean, just a crazy fucking dude. Also looked oh, like a serial killer. We actually had a pass attempt from Joe Webb. He was pass <laughs> short. He's short. He was okay. Yeah. I remember yeah. in the combine, he jumped over like six feet of body bags or something, and that was what everybody was like, oh, my God, this guy's so athletic. I mean, he was. You know he was what? Wait. UAB, I think, University of Alabama or, uni- or South oh, Florida. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Alabama? University yeah. of Alabama? Oh, I'm just remembering this. So this, I guess, was probably two years later. But in 2014, Lambeau. It's my first time ever going to Lambeau. Is that Devin Aroma should do in the bottom? I don't know. Oh, my God. Devin Aroma should do. I just remember the name. <laughs> um, I went to Lambeau for my first time. And very that fun. was a very similar situation. The day we're driving to Lambeau, and all of a sudden, Christian Ponder isn't playing. Oh, okay. Like, it was the Where same situation as this. Uh, and then yeah. it rained the entire time. And um, it was, yeah, I think the Vikings scored, I think it was 42 to 7 or something like that. Another yeah. terrible game. So Christian Potter, I guess, just didn't really like playing at Lambeau. <laughs> it's it's got to be tough. Whatever. It's got to be tough. Oh, absolutely. Of course. All right. My of la- course. My last question for you. Whoa, that would have been bad. Uh-oh. All right. <clears throat> Completely Vikings related here. Hopefully I, hopefully I know the answer to this one. In 1990, <laughs> These have been tough. In 1993. Oh, my God. How old are you? I'm, well, I was born in 1993. Okay. Got Although it. Although 1992 is when they drafted Brad Johnson. Well, I expect you to know that. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Which, how good are his TikToks, by the way? They're fucking awesome. What a king. He's just an old man just going... Yeah, I fucking love that. I I need to get his hat. By the way, the hat is gonna replace the hat on that fish. Um, Good. He's so (laughs) he's just he. Yeah, he puts me in a good mood. I think his kid just got the starting spot in Texas A&M and booted a kid from playing football ever again. He 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 said I'm done. Really? Some kid quit in the middle camp. Yeah. I did not know that he was uh, got the starter role. So good. good Devin Aroma should. Oh, I don't. Look at this. It was almost a great. It was a good throw. Good throw under pressure. He just couldn't make the catch. Oh, what, what are they showing 84 for Jenkins? Oh, he was open? Okay. Well, thanks for just showing, you know, the effort. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Brett Johnson. Uh, Yeah, his kid. Yeah, his kid's playing. Both his kids are playing for Texas A&M. Oh, that's great. One of them is like a highly, highly touted freshman coming in as a tight end. The other one's been playing for LSU the last couple of years. Wow. I know. All right. I keep up. 
Well, you got to. But yeah, those TikToks. Anybody who doesn't follow him on TikTok, big bad you bad. Got, you gotta see it. Yeah, he's left-handed, right-handed. Oh my god. He did play basketball for Florida State. That was what I uh, one thing I talked to him about when he was on the podcast. Okay, um, I didn't know that. He was in his Florida State outfit not too long ago, the short shorts and all in the '90s. Still were pretty fucking high. I'd say about five-inch seam shorts, and maybe four. <laughs> Also, like how far he can still launch a football. Oh yeah, he can't walk real well. He doesn't. He's got a little weird walk. He yeah. got beat up in the hips, but yeah. You watch his. Uh, somebody just tweeted out. Uh, he might have even tweeted out his uh, when he threw it, bounced it off the Carolina guy, and ran it into the end zone. Mm-hmm. That's the highlight I have when I pl- when he came on. That's one of the ones I had playing for him. But uh, he looks so good running. It's like, oh yeah, you were athletic. Like yeah. you see these TikToks, and he's kind of got like a weird. He's definitely using different muscles than what he was when he was regularly being an athlete. Yeah. But the guy's still moving, and he's abridextrous. How crazy. Oh, my. Yeah, I know. He's a freak. I love. I just love. He makes me smile. I love seeing his stuff. Oh, so. he's a great dude. <laughs> I love it. I, I need to get him back on. I, the fact that I have his number and I haven't drunk messaged him once, oh. being like, you're the best, dude. Like, it <laughs> shows how much self-control I have yeah, for that guy. That is very impressive, actually. 1993, Sal. Oh, God. There was an iPhone spotted at a Mike Tyson boxing match. An iPhone? In a picture of a 1993 boxing match while Mike Tyson is fighting, there's a someone in the crowd with an iPhone. Okay. It is for okay. sure. I can't necessarily say it's an iPhone, Sal, but what you can see is that there is a, a flash uh-huh. and a middle piece right here. So almost like an LG Samsung something, okay. right? Okay. But, uh... Okay. If there was one event that you could risk getting caught with time travel over, <laughs> what would okay. it be? Oh, man. Oh. That's why I wrote them down. I actually had good questions. No, that, that actually is a good question. I'm going to have to... I'm gonna, let's talk about something else first. Oh, you know what? Dead yeah, air. no worries. No worries. Well, I'm thinking about it. That's but why that I play is, music, too. That is a very good question, and I will have to look into this iPhone Now let's talk situation. about the conspiracy real quick. Do you think sure. that's crazy? So somebody brought it up to him on a podcast. So, you know, was it one of these? Brought the, it up to Tyson on a podcast? They had him on. And okay. It's always one of these. I hate the ones where it's like dudes have to be um, wild and like, hey, dude, uh, have you seen conspiracies? He's like, oh, what's it about? He's like, you. It's like, all right, we'll knock it. You know, I, ha- <laughs> I, hate, I hate the theatrics of it. But yeah. they do bring it up to him. And Tyson even goes, I saw that. I saw that. I, I It was scared me. It's like. Whoa, what do you mean you saw that? And he's done so many mushroom trips. It's like, who who knows right. anymore? And plus he's got, so oh. he's got FCT, he's, right? He's yeah. stoned all the time, too. Yeah. yeah. Th- somebody showed him getting wheeled through the wheel, uh, airport the other day like, on a wheelchair. I was like, damn. He just was in a boxing match like not that long ago. Seriously? Yeah. I don't feel like that should be okay. <laughs> yeah, he got commissioned, but both of them kind of were like, we're not going to swing as hard. But he he's a scary dude. He talks yeah. about like... Being a different person than he was then, and that D- DMT way to round this out, Sal. <laughs> DMT um, changed his life. He said it definitely gave him a clarity of of being different from the monster of Mike Tyson when he was a boxer to being who Mike Tyson is now. So do I need to do DMT? Here's the, it just scares me so much because if it really changes you, what if it changes me for the worse? Or what if I want to go back and I okay. can't? Now, Sal, how do I? How do I here's here's why I think I'm so comfortable with this. <laughs> Not dead air. Here's here's something while you think about this. The only podcast I listen to happen to be with like weirdo stoners from the like from New York uh-huh. or like 
it started off with Rogan, but really what happened was it was whoever was on Rogan really grabbed my attention, and then I found that New York comedy and New York podcasts were much more of my lane. Open free, um, not really commercialized, very very spoken still as far as as opposed to being um, uh, stuck on on certain rules that maybe Twitter may give you or or sure. society, right? Words that maybe you can't say that people are like, "Fuck it, we don't we don't make money anyways." The the money they make is from Patreon, so it's more to feed into the fans than it is to like. Uh, corporation and and, and like not make money where you have to watch what you say or whatever so more freestyle i guess but a lot of them tend to have people on who talk about it one of them being that this they uh they had the guy who created changa and it's an australian dude he's Mm -hmm. fucking wild but he started talking about like sure you can have people who lose themselves in that shit, right? You're unlocking sure. things in your head that might be uh, uh, an escape to elevation of learning to be a higher person. But there are, like, that's where you might get crazy. Like, they talk about, like, demons and shit, where it's not yeah. demons that you think of, like, horned and fucking all this shit, but it's beings that also understand that there's this level of playing field to reach uh, uh, uh-huh. a psychedelic level or wherever you go to, and they might fuck you up. And then you might not come back right because you met the wrong person, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But 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 going into it, I think those people are the ones who are recreationally doing it, doing it to go party. Okay. Those are the ones who, and they say like the kind of energy you bring towards when you when you use it are are what you attract. So if you're using it for wrong reasons, like there's whole like psychedelics like of like, I mean, not even get weird on you. There's people that say like Christianity is a was a like thing the Greeks made up to so, to give to the the Romans because they didn't want to tell them about the psychedelic nature of like their religion history, right? Oh, and there's okay. a noose a noosis is like a whole fucking like place people like Plato um, and like uh, 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 I'm trying to think of like philosophers used to go to it was like 40 miles outside of Athens, Greece, and they would train for months, drink a cocktail, and it would project them to the other side and that would give them every knowledge they had to prep for what would happen when they die so there's a whole thing with psychedelics that talk about like reaching this other side yeah that when you take it that you can actually like try to better yourself for when you die and move on and there's a whole thing about like orion's bell it's a whole fucking i I love all this shit and i love i love hearing this more than i love hearing that some guy talked to a burning bush right like yeah Yeah. and either way i still think that burning bush might have been that he went up to a mountaintop burned a crazy fucking joint and then spoke to something that said this is how you be a good person which is kind of the same thinking i have like that's where i start communicating okay there's this you know whatever but um, yeah, it, it's crazy. Like there, and and DMT, like I said, most people who come out of it, they say like you know they, they have a hard time conceptualizing what they actually did or what they heard, mm-hmm. but they usually have like a loving feeling afterwards, like an overwhelming love of just just warmth of of of, of, of afterwards that you feel better. You don't feel as lost, I guess. So are you like asleep? Like what is your body doing while you're going through this? Imagine you sitting in a chair and then you, what you see right now is gone and you are completely on a different type of like wavelength. So am I, I'm, I'm here, I'm awake, but I'm not in this room. Most of the time people talk about being on a couch and once you hit the three, if you can get through big one, two, Oh, you smoke this? You need to hit the three. The three is the big one. You need to hit the three big hit because the second one makes you almost cave. 
The third one is what breaks you through that reality, I guess. Well, what if what I only wanted to do two? Then do I have like a little trip? That's like where you don't hit, like you're not, you don't fall into that right, I guess, thing. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you, you don't get to where you need to go on what the thing is asking. But you. do I have a little bit of an experience, or do I? Is not it a, just not worthless? a good one? It's worthless. Okay. It's, okay. it's <laughs> that you're supposed to be able to get to that that third breakthrough. Is what All I've been right. told. All I don't right. know. I don't know. But. It, it so happens that a lot of the people I end up listening to end up talking about an experience they did, which where it's like, something's telling me I got to at least try it. Like, I've listened to too many people even like... Yeah, I, you seem like you need to try I it. I love yeah. it, though. I, I love hearing it because it's like, you know, there's people who go to church and start speaking tongues. It's like, yeah. where does that come from? You don't just start going... You know, it's like, holy shit, okay. So what is, what is that... Go- exactly, where are you going? Like, what is going on up here that you all of a sudden don't feel like you're here anymore concept you conceptualize a different reality so are most people just staying seated you're not getting up and grabbing your car keys are you like what are you doing do you need somebody to babysit you i think it would always be a good idea under psychedelics to have somebody who's not under the influence to make sure that they can at least calm you down but for sure um it's not like you're gonna jump out of a window now salvia or ketamine that would is that the thing that people eat their fingers no, I mean, but salvia, salvia can make salts. you fucking. That was bath salts. Yeah, bath salts. <laughs> yeah, it's like we had. A, is that a psychedelic family? No, we had. A, what is that? Then? We had a fucking. Oh, it's a killer. We had a. We had a kid. <laughs> we had a dude die in my high school. Um, Timothy um, Lemire. He. He's not the guy who died. He sold bath salts to a party. Like fifteen kids take took it. Yeah. One kid died named Trevor. And, like, the other 14 had to get driven to a hospital at the ER room because they overdosed. The heart palpitations were nuts. Yeah. Um, this kid fucking overdosed on it, fucking died, you know, in the hospital right outside. Uh, it's a whole fucking thing. But, yeah, the bath salts was fucking nuts. That was a whole weird era. That's, are those that's stimulants? Not what are those? That was, like, gas station. Like, you know that gas station could sell, like, K2, which was, like, spice, like, synthetic yeah, marijuana, yeah. right? Like, it was supposed oh. to be, like, you burn it, but you're not supposed to smoke it, but you uh-huh. smoke it. It's kind of like Kratom. You know what Kratom is? <laughs> no. Kratom, Apparently you don't know anything. <laughs> Kratom is sold at, like, gas stations, but you can find better doses of it. I'll bet you a lot of people you know that are, like, high-functioning and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, like, I love opiates, right? Yeah. Um, like, opiates, when I broke my ankle, I got served uh, 40 Percocet and 30 Vicodin. Um, okay. I can tell you right when now. When was this? Uh, I was 20 years old. I can okay. pound. I can. Yeah, they I, don't give them a like that a, anymore. <laughs> right, right. I was. This is 20. This is 20, 2012, 2013. Yeah. Um, John Coon. I miss John Coon. Um, anyways, uh, I I found there's a there's a little white little white little white song I think and it was called. Uh, um, uh, God damn it. The, the lyric always made me laugh, but this is what made me think in my college dorm room. This was okay. Um, uh, 15 minutes from... Oh, shit. He takes, he takes like 15, like 11 Percocet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 15 minutes from this minute, I'll be crawling on my knees thinking about all the clowns that be surrounding me. So, like, he was having, like, hallucinogenics off of, like, taking so okay. many Percocet and that clowns were, like, laughing at him is essentially what the song was saying. All so right. I thought in my head, as a 20-year-old dumbass, I could take four of these and I'll be all right. Uh-huh. Four. Four. Awesome. Five. Awesome. Really? Like, the fact that I could do that, I was like, oh, some people hate these things. I was like, that's not good. But I never got addicted. Like, I would take the whole bottle, 
not care. Like, as soon as I was done, but no cold sweats, no nothing. It doesn't, um, those don't have hallucinogenic effects, right? Don't no, they the just I was make taking you... 11 of them. But then it did? The, the, the song, the rap lyric, I, ne- I that, never, I never had it. No. Okay, got it. It literally, if you could imagine yourself what somebody would look like just obliterated, stoned on weed, was me. Yeah, yeah. Sitting okay, in a okay. chair, watching Key and Peel highlights on my phone while I played NCAA 14. Mm-hmm. Um, just ripped out of my mind on Percocet. Yeah, and it I, was awesome. You know, but I hear you. so kratom is. Um, but I could I could have been high functioning. Like high, uh, you would have never known if I was working in an office job or something that I was on perks, um, which you would think you'd slur or do something. You know, I could I, easily yeah. function. I think it must have something to do with like your. Um DNA or something. something some yeah. people just it doesn't like I, I'm the same. I've, I've never taken 11 yes. or six uh, at a time, but I've never had first some people they make them sick. I've never had that reaction. And then I've never I mean, I've had times where I feel just kind of like a warm sensation or I just feel good, but never that I've actually felt like high and no one has certainly ever been like what the hell is going on with you, you know? Right, exactly. But it sucks now because all the people had to go and fuck it up, and now you can't get them when you need Pain them. clinics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had surgery ugh, almost two years ago, knee surgery, and they gave me, like, enough for two full days. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, hell yeah. No, two days after a knee surgery? You, wait, you, oh, I thought you said you finished them in two days. No, not like they, they gave you all. They gave oh. me two oh. days of doses. And so I'm, but you know how now it's like you're scared to call because they're going to think you're a drug seeker. Right. So I finally call like th- four days later, five days later. I'm like, I'm in a lot of pain right now. What's the deal? This isn't what we talked about. And they say Tylenol. They're like, oh, well, we did a little bit more digging around in there than we talked about. And oh. so, you know, we had to do more stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, somebody could have told me that in recovery and somebody could have adjusted my dose because, you know, they make you, your person go pick it up for you. Yeah. So you could have given me some more. Oh my God. But then I'm I'm having surgery in like a couple months again. I'm having foot surgery and I'm like, what are they going to give me like one day? Oh my God. (laughs) And you can't buy it on the street from anyone because you don't know what's in it anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. The fentanyl shit is scary as fuck. Um, and the, I just know my pain tolerance. Like I've had enough surgeries to know that I need it. Yeah, so. no, I, I feel you. Damn. <laughs> anyway, um, this is the lyric though that I base my entire um, possible life on. If I took too many, uh, about now it's a 1:30 a.m. 11 Percocet just entered me. 15 minutes from the second, I'll be crawling on my knees, laughing at the crowd of all the clowns that be surrounding me. Take another Laura tab to calm me down and let me see. I was like. I, I don't know, like that kind of shit when you're listening to it, you're like, apparently that's a good thing to do. Oh, yeah. If you're a, listening to that, sure. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Well, why would you think differently, though? I mean. I mean. I was, I famous, just, Famous, yeah. you know, p- people with money are doing this. It's like, well, that's got to be a good idea. Well, and you've now seen Now we've me. seen so many people die and, you know, it's. You've seen me at a party. I've never been the one to turn down a good time. Like, I usually am like, hey, let's, what what are we doing here? Are we going to drink? Are we going to do this? Like, right. Like, I've talked about many times that I roofied myself coming out of Minneapolis the night <laughs> oh, I met yeah. Sage. Yeah. Um, that I just randomly no. will be like, all right, what's going on? Let's go party. It's like, no, 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 no. That was a, yeah. that was a inhale of a, pi- of a pill, not me snorting. If I made that sound fucking sound <laughs> wrong through a mic. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you weren't. You didn't want to hit it that hard, but no, no, I was. Yeah, uh, that is a crazy story. How you actually? Oh, Justin Guard. Justin Guard just tweeted. To the to the. Your tweet must have. That's funny because I've never had Justin Guard reply to anything of ever uh, mind. Yeah, I remember that Joe Re- that Joe Webb run. Oh wow. That's funny. Wow. Way to go! Shout out Justin Guard. 
big tennis guy. I'm just kidding, but I. Oh God. That's awesome. Uh, okay. I got one follow, Sal. I'm almost at 300. So, <laughs> congratulations. I, can I tell you how many bots who supposedly are in the 0.001% of OnlyFans that have followed me? 15. Oh my God, really? It's that's fucking that's still a insane. Thing? Yeah, yeah. I don't see any of that because, like, I don't get notifications from anyone that doesn't have like a confirmed email or a confirmed phone number like things like that because it just eliminates me seeing stuff from trolls yeah so i don't see that but i didn't know it was still a thing i accept all bots i need the followers oh yeah i mean why <laughs> why kidding. go through just... it's a, it's yeah it's funny yeah i'll gain i'll gain real ones a, eventually a recent thing that i've been getting hate for on twitter is how many followers i have which i don't even have that much what do i have like fourteen thousand or something but it's like the guys it's all of the newer like gen zers to vikings twitter that um, or just, or just people that like hate women in general or whatever, and they think, oh well, it's so much easier for girls to get followers. You only have followers because people think you're hot or whatever. Right. I'm not dismissing that that might have something to do with it. Which is, however, fine. people need to take into account that I've been on this fucking website for 13 years. Right. And if you want to break it down, and th this came to my mind today because people were talking shit about it today. That's av that's like a thousand a year on average. I'm not shitting on that, but that's not like that's not groundbreaking. Crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> um, where was I going with this? I had well, like I had like a end wrap up. Oh, but think about it in 13 years. How many of those accounts are dead accounts? Oh, for sure. People that have not logged in in 13 years, 12 years. I would assume it's probably at least like 200. Or sorry, 2,000 maybe even. Right. I didn't mean 200. There's right. a lot. So it's like... Well, anyone blaming like what you do for like OnlyFans or like what you post, you're not posting salacious shit to where it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't of think course she picks up every dude on Twitter. I don't think people even know that I have OnlyFans because I swear to God, I have not met... I don't think I've mentioned it in probably over a year. Yeah. Or longer. I mean, I just don't mention it right. because I just don't, you know, necessarily want people to talk about it on there. I, don't, I mean, I don't care. There's, there's places, I don't care about though. talking about it. It's right. just like I don't really necessarily want everyone to be on Twitter to be, oh, that's the only fans girl, you know. For sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, is it easier for women to get followers in the sports arenas? Yes. Of course it is. In because general. it's all men. You know, it's a, the majority of the audience here, 80% of, of the people you're interacting with here are men. Oh, a yeah. lot of men... I mean, you know, whatever. Of course, is it easier? Yes. But is it is it all of that? No. Like, have some original content and people will follow you, you know? It's also, in this day and age, everything is so oversaturated. Okay. You know, everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a YouTube channel. Everybody has a TikTok. Everybody has all of this. So right. it's like, to get ahead, all these Gen Zers that are so mad that they're not huge in the Vikings Twitter community, it's like, well... You're going against people who are very established, and you're doing the exact same thing as your buddy right here. Like, yeah, you got to have a no unique different. take on it. Right. So anyways, whatever. I didn't mean to get it. Who cares? I love it. That's I wish I is. didn't have to care about followers. Like, it's so fucking stupid, but everyone has been talking about it this week. I don't understand why, but It's anyway. a good problem to have. I used to sure. get I'm, I used to get bummed out. I stopped doing it for a little bit because it's like, I thought maybe this would go or some shit. It is what it is. I have more fun when it's like I just don't have to worry about it. Like I think yeah. I think you can tell too. Like the last couple of podcasts are definitely more fun. They're not trying to keep up with people that I was having on or anything. You know, it's more or oh, less yeah. just do my own fucking thing. I think we've probably talked about that before. Is it's like 
there's room for everybody for one, but it's also being yourself is what people want. Like yeah. people, if you want you don't want a bunch of cookie cutter, same creators because then it's like, well, what's the point? Everyone yes. has a unique perspective. Everyone brings something different. And that's why people listen or interact with you or whatever the case may be. They don't want you to be anyone else. I think this so. is it. I think this is it. Like whether someone's drinking or not, um, putting something on that's easy enough to just kind of watch, not really pay attention to, but be able to bring light to if you want, and just like listen to Webb music. Dropping, dropping back to bass. Yes, and getting <laughs> getting hit by Clay Matthews and having a sack fumble. Fuck. Yeah, they've only been highlighting passes that he missed, by the way, too. But I haven't seen him complete one of you. It's pretty, I don't, pretty bad. I don't know if how many he ended up completing, actually. Not great. But if this is what it is, I would love it because this is fun. I'm having a blast. Yeah. There's nothing that like we have to talk about. I'm still waiting to figure out what you think about <laughs> your trip. I think I finally thought of one. I mean, obviously I've been distracted, but I think I thought of That's all right. going to be. I mean, yeah, Percocet talk always gets people. <laughs> it's like, I just, I mean, I have just, I loved alcohol so much from the first time I had it, right? Like, I loved it. Okay. I was at 16. I mean, I had had it, you know, a little bit before, but the first time I got drunk, loved it. Couldn't yeah. wait to do it again. Right. I remember back then I used to think like, oh, my favorite part of, of drinking is blacking out because the next day everyone tells me everything that happened and it's just so funny. <laughs> like, yeah. what? That's maybe, you know, that, that gets a little problematic pretty quick. You, you realize um, that's not how you want to do You want to re- be able to like recount everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I did or not because I I went I did that for a long time. Uh, but I get you, I get you. But I think knowing how much I loved alcohol really uh, deterred me from trying much else. Okay. You know, like um, weed, weed was just never. I, I don't know. I just I got anxiety from weed the, the few times I did it. So now knowing that I've had anxiety from it, I go into it thinking I'm gonna have anxiety. Right. And then so you it's have just anxiety. not. Yeah, it's yeah. not worth it. But like. Somehow I never was offered Coke, which I found I was very offended offended by for a long time because like I'm fun. Okay. Right? Like I'm a good time at a party. Why is no one offered? You don't scream Coke though. You don't scream Coke. L- what been, does Coke scream? I've been brought into rooms with Coke, uh, and I've never done it. I swear to God, I've never done it. I've never, yeah. I mean, but you don't scream Coke. You don't scream that you'd be on Coke. And I never necessarily wanted to do it, but I know under the right circumstances, I'd be like, sure, I would try it. I'm talking about back then. Yeah. But I never, ever, ever was offered it. And um, also, I was always like, well, uh, you know, I, I need to pass out eventually. Like, I don't need to be up all night. That's yeah. not, I need last call. I need to be going to bed. But, and then even one time, probably like five years ago, people were doing coke in my bathroom of my house and didn't invite me. Damn. And I found out about it later and I'm like, why does no one want me to do coke with yeah, them? Yeah, no shit. What? Who's <laughs> what? holding out? Why? And you even say I'm not giving out coke vibes. So I Damn. don't know. But um, You're not if they're doing it in your bathroom I, and not telling you. <laughs> I finally got offered coke like two months ago when oh I was home God. in Virginia and I didn't do it. But I just felt so much gratification that finally... Finally, this, someone this offered me some Coke. Complete, um, complete, obviously not going to ever happen, but please let me ask you. If you had to, would you do Minnesota Coke or Virginia Coke? Oh, God, do you think there's a difference? I think there has to be a difference. You don't think they bootleg like different shit? Again, I don't know a lot about Coke. Well, here's I don't thing. know. Here's the scenario. Let me plan it out to you. What I've heard is that supposedly when you get to the border of Canada... <laughs> a lot of those farmers that have land on that border tend to be Latino. 
Okay, interesting. Or of a certain, you know, whatever. And that maybe it's not as easy to go south, but maybe if you can get up to the north and then just walk <laughs> down fucking into Minnesota, supposedly yeah. it's like it's an open field. All right. So well, what I'm saying is that maybe it's a little more fresh for Minnesota, you know? Well, I had never considered that. Again, um, Fifty Shades but Boucher. at this point in my life, I don't think I'm ever, go- I'm not going to do it because. I know, but. I mean, uh, because of this, you know, it's like, what if I end up really loving it? Do I need a Coke habit at no. 35 years old? No. Not necessarily. No. But also, you know, the reality of these drugs these days is so sad. Kate Quigley, the Quake. Qu- you the might. Kate Quigley story will forever scare me out of Coke. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, uh, Kate Quigley was one of the comedians who took it. Yeah. She took the first dab, little snort. Um, to start the party she goes I have a headache so bad I gotta go to sleep the rest of the party got into it one dip uh, she came she woke up couldn't move her legs um, she yelled for help whoever busted through the door found three dead bodies around the coke that she was snorting out of it had fentanyl killed the rest of everybody almost killed her yeah never fucking again yeah I mean it's never not, again but never I, I no, just no it's way too risky to try that or anything I mean I still have friends that will do like molly or and stuff at concerts and I'm like I've never done that either, but I'm like, fuck no. It's just not worth the risk anymore. 2012, the 2013, the year I went to college, walked into a room that I wasn't supposed to, and fucking saw dudes doing a line, got offered it, had the fucking dollar bill up to my nose. Molly was what it said. It was like the, yeah. the year Wes Welker did it at the fucking uh, Kentucky Derby. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was popping. Yeah, yeah. Got the dollar bill up to my nose. Somebody knocked on the door. I go, I'm an omen guy. Can't do it. Yeah, I can't fucking you. do it. I, I was like, I this is something where something tells me like that knock on the door happened before I did that action for a reason. Well, with very m- weird, right? With Molly, the, I'm so lame. Anybody listen to this is probably like, uh, okay, where did this go? You guys are no fun. <laughs> but um, well, hold on though, real quick, just Virginia or Minnesota? You don't have to refer back to the question. Just answer the state: Minnesota or Virginia? Which I, one would you I pick? guess I would do Minnesota. Okay, right on. Probably glad I could sway you. Homegrown. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, the, I feel like the people around here are a little more trustworthy than whoever okay. I would be purchasing. I mean, whoever would be there, but no. also there's more meth here, right? So I, I had never known anyone to do meth Ooh, ever, ever that's in Virginia. We don't have it. Well, they might have some meth now. Like they have it in the mountains, probably. But Kentucky like Kentucky ayahuasca. There's people making ayahuasca in their bathtubs in Kentucky. Oh my god! Don't do that shit. Go to go I get was real in ayahuasca. Kentucky. I didn't know. I would have bought you some. Oh my god! Hell um, no. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, oh, I mean, sorry. yeah, I would probably go with Minnesota. I don't think okay. you can really mix meth and coke. I, I mean, again, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Oh, you people, could. You easily could. People could, uh, you know, totally trick me with that. But I had a friend uh, try to tell me somebody laced weed with meth, and I. The combination is such a crazy thing, but he goes, I stayed up for three days. I go, well, that definitely sounds like meth then. I know that you can do that, but I don't know how you could really hide it. People don't lace it and not tell you. Like, it's not like people just waste meth. Usually well, people who have thing. meth yeah. don't just surprise people. Be like, hey, yo, I gave the whole party a fucking load. It's like, no, they're keeping that shit to themselves. Uh, right, and you wouldn't think you're necessarily getting a repeat customer. It's probably not good for business. I'm like, hey, I bought some weed from you, and I stayed up for three days. I'm going to yeah. call someone else next time. No shit. <laughs> uh, but with Molly, I will never – this is so weird, but I'll never forget it. Is You remember MTV True Life? Loved true Hell life. Yeah. Loved true life. Loved getting the tea on people. You know, oh, yeah. I've always been into like real documentaries. It's always been my thing. But I remember the episode of True Life. I'm on Molly or addicted to Molly or whatever. Oh my god. Um, I remember the girl who that they were following. They took her to and did a scan of her brain, 
and there were literally like holes in her brain and they said that every time you take a hit of molly it makes a pencil sized hole in your brain and for some reason that has just always stuck with me yeah like oh my god well i don't want to have holes in my brain perfectly fine blacking out and just killing the brain cells but actually a physical hole no that's too far for me (laughs) i will say i haven't blacked out in a a long time oh a long time a couple years but there's um, been a few times i've left the bar even recently where i go "Ah, the rest of the night kind of (laughs) ran yeah I, uh, yeah, I don't know how. I just kind of. White Claws are crazy. I haven't been drinking as much lately, I guess. White Claws are crazy. I I can drink a white uh, six pack of White Claw, and within two hours of drinking it, I will not feel like I am. uh, Drunk? Drunk. Like, not even drunk, but like, I won't feel like I'm even like. I don't feel like I've drank a lot. You know what I'm saying? I maybe feel just kind of like, okay, I I don't feel like I'm sober, but I don't feel. I don't feel like if I had six drinks of anything else that I would feel the same. You know? Yes, I feel I've been feeling that way again also lately because I've pretty much just switched to just drinking seltzers, okay. you know, exclusively. I used to be like a vodka soda person when yeah. I was out or now I just only drink seltzers and I don't I feel like I have much more control over my level of intoxication as well as significantly less hangovers the next day. That there might be go. a no brainer to people, but I, I'm the same way. Like I feel like I can sometimes I don't really even feel too much depending on how fast I'm drinking them. But this football season will be a test of if, if I really have left that lifestyle in the past. I don't know. We'll see. I feel that. <laughs> we'll Our, see. Starting Saturday, how, how that goes. The night we all went to Allery's definitely reset my, like, I don't drink cocktail schedule to, like, oh, I've been drinking vodka Red Bulls, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, ever since that night, like, I've been, like, you know what really sounds fucking good? A vodka Red Bull. Something <laughs> unlocked in my head that night where I went, oh, I'm a cocktail uh, guy now. I have a bottle of vodka in my house that like I have yet to open, but like I had Sage go get Red Bull tonight where I was like, just in case. Didn't want to. I was like, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. But I was like, also, I'm not going to be the guy who makes vodka Red Bulls at his house. Like, <laughs> I will finish that bottle and I will get through it, but this will not happen yeah. again. Like, but God damn it. Like, there's a place up the road here. Uh, it's a Mexican place, Me- Tex-Mex place. Oh my god, it is fucking the, the vodka best Red Bulls. rebels. The guy, the guy goes. <laughs> the first night I go up there, Sage is in Florida. Um, I got the house to myself. I go up there and I was like, I'll be the guy at the bar who walks back. That's fun. Um, I drink one. I go, dude, that's stiff as fuck. I go, that's awesome. Can you give me another one just like that? And he's like, yeah. We get through four and finally I start talking because if I go to the bar, I don't want to talk to you. I want to sit and hang out, yeah. not say anything. I start talking to the guy. I go, why do you make them like this? He goes, oh, I make them like I like them. But that's how I got my DUI. I go, <laughs> my guy. He yeah. makes every time, every time, Lane, my boy Lane fucking hooks me up. I love that shit. <laughs> hey, Lane. Yeah. Well, yeah. Casa Rio. Uh, again, Vodka Rebel. It's bad. It's kind of like, yeah, I it's don't, so I don't good. need, when I need to go to sleep, I need to go to sleep. So I can't right. have the, the Red Bull. If I'm wasted, I need to like be chilling i don't need to be wiling out well, that's ha- a bad blackout when you have no fucking clue what's going on but all your friends think you're there because you're oh, wide yeah. awake because you've been on red bull oh, yeah oh yeah so i i gave that that up a, while, a long time ago but yeah and especially back in the day when um like juice was a thing juice you know juice oh yeah oh do sal, i know juice do you, why me. do you know juice sal Excuse because everyone me. knows four locos here and i go you don't know about oh juice. i know both but no yeah, but juice, juice 
Yeah. Oh. So when Juice was legit and I'm same so with excited. Four Loco, when I'm it so was excited. the real, I would order get Juice over Four Loco. But it, when those were legit before, like the laws changed and they had to whatever in this championship game, yeah, I was drinking Juice. Whatever sure. recipe that they have now had, I mean, Juice was no fucking joke. One can. Oh yeah. One can. And would. you would be drunk, but nobody knew because everyone <laughs> because you were so functional and our dumbasses yes. used to mix vodka with the juice yes <laughs> so i know a guy um, who drank six in a night oh my god he, yeah he definitely I don't know puked how many, he yeah. definitely puked and was blacked out terribly yeah. never n- no one ever did like more than two two was like oh my god what are you doing tonight well see we were always sharing them so i don't know how many oh. we would drink like we would open one and you know Split it with somebody and drink it out of a cup or whatever. I mean, it, those things, I mean, they were really bad. <laughs> I remember chugging half a juice at a Northern State basketball game, walking out, uh, being like, I got to walk in front of one of my dad's. You know, my dad had a work guy who had a kid who was getting recruited to that school, so they brought him to a basketball game. I, do, I, I knew I had to at least be able to walk past that guy without looking like a fucking re- a d- yeah. dumbass. Sorry. And, uh, and I drank half the juice thinking, like, oh, I'll be fine. I had shades on and I'm fucking just stumbling. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'd been drinking the that day, so like it all just rolled over in my belly and it just that juice just fermented all the alcohol I had in the last mm-hmm. 24 hours. It was bad. Yeah, oh, juice juices. was no joke. I can't. I would never touch one now, though. Well, they're not the same anyway. Oh. They changed them because because what percent alcohol were they like 12? And the sugars did something the, to make yeah. them stronger. They than were twelve percent plus the caffeine level was like m- way more than a Red Bull. This is when C four was a real fucking like detriment as a as a workout pre workout. Uh, yeah, and so yep, yeah, you're right. There was something else in there though that made the alcohol hit you faster or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so yeah, juice. It, I don't think that it can be more than like five percent now or something, or six percent or something like that. I see that, four so. logos and I never see anybody buy them. No, because it's. I mean, what's the point? You might as well just get, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. If it Juices if it were, isn't gonna fuck me up and make me do really regrettable things, why bother? Right. Juice I'll is drink the something equivalent else. of <laughs> gas station kratom, which is just opium. <laughs> that's what that's what okay. kratom is. My bad. That's what yeah. Okay. So that's what kratom was. By the All way. All right. Well. I'm glad I could solve that for you. I don't know if I necessarily need to try any of those. I guess. It's pretty. I guess up. my my want my next conquest will be I guess the microdosing of shrooms. Yeah, I guess Ooh. I guess I might as well try it now. If we can figure out something to where we find a chocolate bar that has mushrooms, or that me and you can find somebody who can actually get us shrooms, and we can make it into a peanut butter sandwich or a piece of pizza. <laughs> well, okay. So game. And how long does this effect last? Of the like, because you mean, can't drive, right? Or no, can you? No. Even on a microdose, you can't a drive. Microdose, you'd be fine. Yeah, microdose, I think, just questions like where you are, like as a person. I think the microdose is so more or less just kind of like calm the anxiety. You, is it something you want to do with friends? Yeah, I think the microdose would be fun. Yeah, shrooms with friends. Like people go to concerts and go on shrooms, and they right, say it's the greatest experience. Right. It's like it's a really calm like way to get yourself into the music let yourself be free but not also like have a molly freak out or a fucking egg you know whatever ecstasy yeah. or whatever yeah. ecstasy i never found any fun in i fucking sweated a lot and oh my god i said molly that true life was about ecstasy i'm sorry oh there you go it's <laughs> the same they're thing similar right they're same th- yeah yeah it was god. a true life i'm an ecstasy true life true life's were fucking great and old mtv was great room raiders next god. how does the generation I mean, how does the generation who grew up on next fucking like have 
I'm so sorry. It's I just think of like like how do you people have issues being like you just grow up with like a TV show or it's like you got off the bus fugly next. Oh, and then yeah. you know what I'm saying, and now it's yeah. like you can't say things. It's, I, I, not, I'm just laughing, but it's like how well, crazy. Well, yeah, though. I mean, those shows. I mean, are really S- abusive. Snooki was and on isn't it. Isn't it weird how it's like you think back about all these shows, um, the Room Raiders, the Next, uh, even Parental like the Nickelodeon Guide. shows, like all of these shows. I've never met one person on any of these shows in my whole life. Like, where are they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Like Brad from, uh, <laughs> well, just like uh, what's the what's the real show? World? Yeah, real. Well, oh, I mean, like real world. That's. That. I mean, I don't even mean those because those are like recurring. But I just mean I've never met anybody who just was on one of those one-time shows. I think they're actors though, because like I said, Snooki was on Next, and then yeah. Snooki later got fucking on MTV. So they but, they have a rolodex of people trying to be actors. Sure, but they obviously haven't made it. That was what twenty years ago. So where are? How have I just never met somebody? And they're like, yeah, you know. I was have on you seen next. the challenge? Yeah, sorry, I'm not watching That's it right so now. That's so crazy. I, we watch it like when it comes on. Like sometimes it's on like uh, antenna TV, and then other times oh, it's like the, on like a fucking channel. Life or some shit is what it's called. Is that with the classic people, or is that they have everybody? Everybody from fucking Johnny, um, who was on like Real World Bananas? like three. Yeah, but he's uh, he was on like one. Of, I remember his season of Real World. Key West. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was it like, Key West? That was like Real World, like. 15 or was no. it 15 no it was way earlier not johnny I, bananas he was on pretty late no i thought he was on pretty early uh, i remember I if remember, you're talking about him I, I had been like 14 years old so you're looking I think at like he just 2009 literally did every single challenge he could have ever done they all did well cameron used to do all of them cameron and johnny were on the same well, who year weren't they the Cam- girl cameron was Cam? like a white ginger who used to date joanna remember Oh, um, and Cameron used no, to be on the, the challenges. Wes, Wes was that Wes? Yes, Wes was on. Um, Wes was on Austin, Big, the first okay. Austin. And that's where Brad was, right? No, Brad was San Diego. God damn! See, I I remember some. Of I these, know all of that. For, like that was my shit. Was real. This, real this is all that and era, and I love this. That's why I even love listening, like watching this stuff, like uh, Aaron Rodgers before he started growing beards. It's like, oh, I'm looking up what year he was. What year was? Uh, and Brad, uh, 2006 was Key West. Oh, see, well, yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty early, early, but that's in it's in the middle. Johnny Bananas um, has been around a while. That's I a feel, lot of no, steroids. No, he because as as soon as Key West ended, almost everyone in that house went to the challenge. Yeah, Svetlana, Tyler, him, and the rookie season, and they got like right booted. And they started, off. Then they started like recruiting Jack dudes. Well, I don't like, see, they don't have the shows on MTV anymore, right? Like that. And so I realize they can't pull from those shows. Yeah, they used and to do like Big Brother and all that too. Yeah, like Real World, obviously, the concept doesn't work anymore, right? Because people of the internet, people know each other. You're not, like, pe- we're used to meeting people and doing things with them that we didn't know before. Or you're aware of other people's lifestyles yeah. that maybe you weren't, you know, from your area used to or something. And shit. back with with Real World, you, d- you weren't allowed to have TV. You didn't have internet, so you yeah. got the important news. Like when 9-11 happened, they said, oh, hey, here's a TV. We'll bring one in for you. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, you were pretty sheltered from what was going on in the world where it's impossible to do that now. So I get it that, like, it can't really exist, 
but I don't need people from Big Brother UK and Love is Blind UK yeah. and all this. I don't give a shit about you people. Yep. And so I'm not emotionally invested in them at all. And but then I you just, watch it and you do. You do become no, invested. No, I really don't watch much of the new challenges. Um, but I would like to watch the OG one that I think is on like Paramount or something. You have to stream it. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't really watched much of it. Okay, I'm, I'm setting this all to rest. I pulled it up finally. Okay, so Brad was 2004, San Diego. Okay. Austin. What? Really? was Okay, Austin wasn't until 2005, so they're closer together than I realized. Yeah. I didn't realize Key West was 2006. I thought it was later. A lot of these dudes, I remember all of them being together. You know what I'm saying? They did all come up around the same time, but so CT was Real World Paris, which was 2003. So he was earlier. Oh, yeah. He was much earlier. And he's still doing it, right? Yeah. Well, they're all so. on roids and all sorts of fucking... They have to oh, be. Oh, are they? They have to be. Those dudes are jacked. Not jacked, but they're like big jacked for like MTV dudes. I loved Real World Hawaii. That was like one of my favorites. There you Ruthie, go. Tech. Uh, the, if you remember, you might be too. The Brad and uh, Johnny Bananas, uh, that's my era. I got into yeah. like 2005, 2006. Well, the other thing I think that makes the challenge and stuff not as interesting anymore, like now you got to be like a real athlete to be yeah. successful in the challenge. I rewatched, it was on Netflix maybe a year or two ago. They had two random seasons of the challenge. I don't remember what year it was, but like terrible. The competition is like you put on a chicken feather suit and you have to carry an egg on a spoon. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. then you have to get in a go-kart and drive like you know, it was those kind of things yeah. that were, I mean, they were funny, but now obviously you have to be, so you could have peep characters on those shows that weren't athletic at all, yeah. and they more so were there just to stir the pot and be the drama, but they didn't get kicked off early because they could participate in these things. Right. Whereas now it's like, if you're not... Joked and fuck, yeah. They have a, they have a competition now where it's, it's two plexiglass walls, enough for a dude and his shoulder pads to run through. And you have to touch a button on each side running through the wall as somebody else is running through it. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. So I was telling Sage, I go, well, to a jack guy, I get fucked up. But to a guy who's like, oh, perfect. I got Bobby. We're both two regular dudes. I'm right. Like, I'd be fine. I'd be like, yo, I yeah. played football. Like, you know, I at least have the understanding. But yeah. I wouldn't be able to go up against a guy who's on fucking roids. You know, I'd, I'd no. get fucked up. I don't have that kind of like, let's fucking do this. I, yeah. You know, I'd be like, oh, shit. Fuck me. You know, I'd. I've been yeah. trying to jump over the guy before I fucking try to go through him. Yeah, so obviously it was always, like, strategic back then to think, like, who you want to be in a finals yeah. with. But now it's, like, th- you have to think about that from day one, wow. who you're going to be in a finals with. And it just eliminates, I think, some of the storylines and the drama. And they play and into the hookups. So now yeah. now you can turn on people. So you'll use, oh, they hooked up the other night. I'm going to hook. I'm gonna put this yeah. person. It's like. And not trying to slut shame, but that was the other thing. I'm not slut shaming, but that was that's the other difference. When people hooked up back in the OG challenge before you brought all these other people in, like it was either very hush hush and you didn't want it to come out, or it was like it was impactful to the to the storyline of the season because of how it was gonna play out. Yeah. Either way. Like it was a storyline that lasted more than one episode. Because right. it wasn't happening every night with every a different person every night. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and, you know, that's just how how it's different now. But so it's just not it, – it's the characters I don't give a shit about. It's 
yeah, it's just not the same. But I, I love the concept, and I want to watch the new one with that Mark Long does, but I have you. not. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever see that Paulie D? Paulie D did an interview on a podcast, and he um, he talked about MTV has a fucking vault of all of them having sex, full sex, like. Like not just like under the sheet shit. Like they oh. can't record it. You know they record everything, right. Right. and you can hear the camera going, like moving in and focusing. Oh my god! Yeah. But, but like he goes, obviously, like they'll never release it. But it's like how crazy that like MTV has like from real world in like 2002 or whenever they started yeah. until like 2002. It was like 90. Was it? Six. Holy I think. shit! I got it right here. 92. 1992. Holy shit! The, the, yeah, New, originally New York was 1992. Damn. And then every year, I started watching in. They have 30 years. 98. They have 30 years of like amateur MTV, just like dudes doing it with like random chicks from like wherever, from yeah. like dudes they pulled. Like M, like real world used to be a big thing of like, can we go to the bar and hook up at some point, or can you not hook up with? There'd be a lot of hookups in the house, but then it would be like there'd be always one guy who could like bring chicks back that would be like, oh shit, now you're going to go see him yeah. go do it in the like guest room or something. They're some in the shit. hot tub. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's always the hot tub. How crazy. Imagine. Oh my God. Yeah. The protector of that vault is fucking who we need to run this country. <laughs> Who's ever I mean, not let yeah. those MTV hookup. But <laughs> then it's kind of sad though, too. Like, um, you know, you remember Robin, Mark. Mark used to date Robin. I remember the names. Uh, Mark Long, like the OG guy that does okay, the yeah. shows. He had dated this girl, Robin. Mark like, Long, who does the shows? What shows? Who like is doing the OG shows? The blonde oh, hair. Oh, the OG. The Jack, he like ha- I don't know if he's the host, but he's the one that puts it all together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had a girlfriend named Robin for a few seasons of cha- challenge seasons, and apparently. And I've known about this for a while, but she's like strung out on heroin. She's been homeless for like several years. Jesus. And um, anytime something happens where she's like gets brought up, like she got arrested again or something. I see people commenting like, you know, why is an MTV doing something about this? Like clearly they can afford to send somebody to rehab. And it's the same with like what happens with the teen mom girls and stuff like that. Yeah. Is it MTV's fault that these things happen? No, not necessarily, but they made a lot of money off of these people. Right, so it's and a better look that they would help them. I mean, it's not even necessarily it's a look. I just feel like it's kind of the right thing to do because these people, now Teen Mom is a little different. These girls are raking in millions of dollars. It's different. But like yeah. back in the early 2000s and, and even until the last couple of years, you're making what's somebody getting paid to go to the challenge house. They're basically getting paid minimum wage. It depends yeah. on how long they stay there. They can't have a steady job because they have to leave all the time to go to these challenges. And they're actually probably getting paid significantly less than, than minimum wage because they're kind of working 24 hours a day, yeah. right? Sage, we, we watched one where they just finished up a season mm-hmm. and they won third place and it was like $40,000. But between the team that sh- the chick was on, she was, I'm going home with $2,000. Yeah. Go, Fuck that. I wouldn't be there for two fucking grand. Right. Three day or thirty days of work or some shit. And they're getting—I mean—they're getting paid like a baseline, so that they're like, you know, that they can come there. And obviously, they're in paradise. Their food's paid for. They're drinking, yeah, all of that stuff. But at the same time, you are make there. These networks are making tons of money off of them through advertising. For sure, for sure. So if you have someone who's been in the MTV, your network's family. I mean, she was on their shows for at least like ten years. 
And you can't step in and be like, hey, we're going to send her to rehab. Now, I would never make these assumptions that they hadn't tried to do something like that if all of these cast members haven't came out on Twitter, Instagram, their own podcast and call them out yeah. that they just don't give a shit. Bam Margera would probably be the biggest advocate for these people not giving a shit. The guy's been through rehab multiple times. Yeah. And, all you know, they even kicked him off the Jackass movie for being an insurance liability. Yes. Even though it's like... He is an insurance liability because of you fuckers making money off of his previous fucking, you know, right. shit. So it's like, yeah, I get and you. I get you on that. It's also like not to get into anything like political. It's almost like you're taking advantage of young people. You're putting them in a situation where they're drinking all the time. They're making decisions that they don't necessarily want to be doing once they're sober. And that's not MTV's responsibility. Like these people are signing up for it. But it's only, it's predictable that some people are going to come out of this and have a few issues, right? Like, right. the the whole world that has watched their shows has perceptions of them, as people do now with the internet. But it kind of, the news cycle moves so fast now that if you do something dumb, people pretty much forget about it. Back then, like, if you fucked somebody on TV, it was detrimental to oh, your life. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. You Especially if you were a girl, you know? you were. You know, so it's like, I don't know. It, it's just sad to see stuff like that <laughs> but i don't even know how we got into to no. that shit but i i just i was gonna take ask care you of your peeps that's all i don't <laughs> know mtv um i i was gonna ask you so i wasn't gonna ever cut you off but when i asked you like um what about time travel yeah somehow we got into you 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 were like oh, i didn't really get into psychedelics too much so i was like I, did i ask a question fucking wrong but like i was gonna ask you i don't think we ever answered the question where would you time travel yeah. to <laughs> I needed some thought to, to think you. about it. Okay. So we got on the, so Okay, okay. Now this I This might not be my final, final answer, but the best that I've came up with since we are actually conversing and I'm, uh, is I think that I would go back to um, 89 Twins World Series. Okay. I think I would go back to that. Now, this is risk time travel. So you have to take a picture and be risked that you fucking time traveled. So like, make sure that this is something you're willing to risk that like that you I'm willing might, people to know I did it that like right now somebody could bring up later that like you're the person in the picture who got caught time traveling with an iPhone. So okay. you have to. Yeah, it's not but just where do, you want to go. Am I going to get in trouble? The significance is because <laughs> my like the awareness of like, well, yes, obviously you would, because when you go back, they're like, yo, why in 2000, whatever. Were they talking on a podcast about seeing somebody at a 1990, you know what I'm saying? So the question was at a 1993 boxing match, a chick in the camera looks like she has an iPhone. Right. The question was, what would you get caught? What what event would you be willing to risk getting caught? Like, oh shit, I'm at at fucking, you know, for mine it would be like uh, Brad Johnson throwing a touchdown pass to himself. Yeah. Where would I want to be like where it's like you could noticeably see a guy being like, the iPhone when it's like what the fuck is he doing and being like when you go back to your future like they're gonna be like yo in 2022 they were talking on a podcast about seeing you in yeah. the fucking crowd in your you know 2040 or whatever the fuck time travel comes and then you have to go to jail for it for like I would have to go to jail you have to get caught getting caught but time wh- traveling but why is it illegal because you're not supposed to get caught because now is assholes it against the law before assholes even can tra- time travel, we're not supposed to catch you time traveling. I think that's the rule of time travel, isn't it? I didn't know there were rules and regulations. You can't get, you can't have a picture of you in '93 because then you set off future events, right? If somebody sees that picture before the iPhone is made, now Listen, you've made the iPhone. If I am chilling with Marty McFly 
and he offers me a ride, who am I to say no? But he was the first one that Doc Doc said you can't touch anything. You can't find yourself. You got you can't do nothing. You got to make sure you don't do anything that would alter the timeline. That's why I said I'm not going to mess it up. I so just want to hang out for a little bit. But you know, what I'm saying though is that it's got to be risking you get caught. So the 89 series would be enough for you to risk getting caught time traveling if if that were the case. <sighs> Well, let me explain the reason. Uh, let me think about this out loud. No, so I, the I reason you, I, I chose you. that is because obviously probably ain't going to see any other sports championships around here <laughs> in my lifetime. Nope. And I think I could vicariously, it would make the other experiences that we go through as Minnesota sports fans hurt less because I could always reflect back to that time. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And because I think, like, look at, obviously, well, Green Bay is probably not the best example. For example, like New England. How many Ew. championships they've won. He looks like such a young looks man. looks like a baby. How many championships New England has won. Like, does it feel as gratifying the third, fourth time? I would assume Ooh. that it just can't, right? Like, nothing. Is it going to be fun? Is it exciting? Of course. But it's never going to have that same exhilaration, that same high that time one did. Right, because the chase was longer than it was for the wait for second or the third right. if, if you're on a dynasty level run. And it's also like, okay, well, we lost one of those Super Bowls, but we have these to fall back on, and we'll compete again. Like, yeah, yeah. I just feel like if we just had the one something, and obviously I was alive in 89, but I was three, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So right, right. I would choose that one over 91 because, you know, that would be the first one. But I, I don't know if I really JFK risk for me. getting caught. JFK for me. I would be the guy in the grassy knoll with a fucking iPhone being like, yo, I want to see what is going on. Well, I thought yours was Brad Johnson. Okay, so we're thinking of a contra. We're thinking of something. It could be anything, yeah. That you just kind of want to get to the bottom of? No, 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 no. I said, like, so the idea was, like, any historical event that you think it would be worth if you went back into, like, back to your, like, you know, wherever, wherever. 20, let's say 2030 is like when time travel becomes regular for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Sorry, not to make you look at your watch. No, I was, <laughs> you weren't. I was just making sure. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I, I can't, like I said to Sage when I got here, I can't be here till one in the morning again. I know. I, I don't I'm always you. here till one in the morning. We can end on this. <laughs> Everyone on this podcast, if you've waited this long, it's like, all right, come on. Now we got to know where Sal's going to go. No, I'm kidding. I, but yeah. it's just wherever you'd risk, like, getting caught. So, like, let's say there's a penalty. So you return back to the year 2030. Um, they go, yo, there's a fucking podcast like my asshole self right now is talking about being like, you got caught fucking, there's a picture of you in the 30s where you went back and saw pro the fucking, the war or whatever the fuck. Like, you can see you <laughs> in the fucking sailors like, you why, know. Why do you want to see JFK get his head blown off? I want to know who's there. Okay, I, I, think it's I a, can see I think that. It, I think it's a multiple person well, thing. So I, th I, okay, if I understand then if the concept is to see something with your own eyes it's, that you it, have questions about. It's whatever then I understand it is. It. But it, the whole idea is just whatever you'd be willing to get risk, like getting caught over. So like, I guess I just don't give a shit about being caught. But the idea, would, the idea like, would be is like you can't get me. caught. You're like, jealous. But you, but if you think of time travel, like you know, like Marty McFly, like you can't fuck with it. So. Not even that you would be fucking with it in that time. The fact that somebody has a picture of you that they would later find out in between that picture and time travel would fuck up the timeline, which is why you would get in trouble. All right. Well. That's, that, or like having this conversation before time travel is even real is why would somebody have a phone <laughs> that looks like that? You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. a, that's what I think is so cool about it. It's like, what is that? What is that? Like, 
nobody has an explanation. Nobody came out and was like, oh, that's a... Is this picture easily accessible? Yeah, Let yeah. me look it up. All right, I, Mike. I shared it on Instagram. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. I got to see what Sal brings. Holy shit. 15 people. 16 people. 18 people. And what is what... Uh, that, like that you're watching. That's <laughs> it. Is 18? I I don't bring a big following, Sal. I'm so sorry. Well, I know. I, I just thought people would like that I was watching the game, right? I'm okay, not. okay. Let's see here. Oh, you already found it. See, there's already something. Mm, I don't know. That's not very clear. Hey, Jordan Witchell. Jordan Witchell fo started following me. Um, okay, I guess in this one I kind of see it on Inside Edition's pick. I don't know. All right. Oh, I need to watch the video form. Yeah, it's a, a looks like a smartphone for sure. But, but that, like, can you think of anything in the '90s that would even remotely have something that looks like it's recording you with a flashlight on it like that? Oh no. I mean, Definitely that's not. that's Definitely so not. similar to a, a cell phone. So now, like I said, so now this causes controversy. It's brought up on multiple podcasts. You go back to the actual time in which time travel is a normal, but they go, yo, you can't fuck anything up to make it look like you were there. I feel right. like that would be a reasonable thing, right? If they made it easy to the public, they'd be like, yo, you can go back, but if you fuck up here, you understand that, like, it's it's almost like renting a car and, and, and fucking it up. Like, you're liable if you fuck this car up while you're renting it. <laughs> I guess that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard to say. It's all right. I know. Trust I me. I don't know. You I weren't mean, ready for this question. I know. Well, I it's know. okay. Yeah, I guess. I like that it was 89, though, because like you said, you're a big enough sports fan that at least it, it normalizes the rest of the the losses that we've had in this in this. Yeah, state. I think it would just maybe make me, you know, care, care a little less about outcome of things. I'm going to carry this question into every other interview I do and see how weird yeah, this is. Because I feel it. like it is a weird question for people to interpret. What would right. you risk I, I think that's caught? where I'm struggling because I don't know what my consequence is, right? right. So it's like, yeah, you getting caught. History. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm going to jail? Does that mean... Now, you, the Marvel madness of uh, Doctor Strange would say that you are really fucking up the universe if you fuck with time. So... But, like, is the punishment going to fit the crime? I went there and I took a pick, like, and I hung out. And there, I had a couple beers. I, I had a couple beers for, like, $2 each at the, at the Metrodome. I mean, there, what, what am I going to do? There are people that say that Elon Musk is altering the universe significantly. He's touching things, sending them out into the universe, and you're sending... You're sending little microbes that wouldn't have been out there if you hadn't sent that out before, right? So it's always kind of yeah. like a ripple effect. <laughs> have you ever seen the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher? I have not, but oh I, know, I know the feel. The I saw your I saw your tweet that said, uh, or was it was it Twitter or was it's it fucking that Instagram? I haven't that seen any movies. If, yeah. you're, if you're dating, you be prepared for yeah yeah. If you're if you date me, be prepared that I've seen no movies that you've seen or shows. I would <laughs> recommend just the butterfly effect of Ashton Kutcher, which is just like him going back to want to date this girl from his childhood and every time he does he's like a frat boy in one life he's a dirtbag in one life yeah. she's a dirtbag in one life and like all these different times just end up being like where he has to end this being like I can't go back because it's just not in the universe for me to be with this chick right and then ends up being like that's the path that he has to go to be with her 
because I think he later sees her and it's like, is he going to go for this? Because, like, he knows. Anyways, The Butterfly Fleck, what a fucking great movie. <laughs> well, I'll put that on my I'll put that on my list, my lengthy list of movies that people tell me I need to see. But, yeah, I mean, I should probably think about it a little more. Okay. I mean, I'll update you next time I'm here. Sometimes I've let Maybe you down Vince with can questions. Maybe Vince come back. Sometimes I've let you down with questions I've had in here for you, so I wanted to make sure no, I had the ones No, you haven't let me for. down with this any questions. This time I did. This time I no. did. Last time, trust me. Sometimes we drink a little bit and, you and know. And then I fuck up, yeah. No, exactly. you don't fuck up. You've never asked me anything The last time bad. I, I, no, not bad, but I remember uh, I asked you the same question is what I meant. Um, oh, two different appearances? Yes, two different well, appearances. Whatever. I asked you the same question. That's whatever. why I wanted to make sure. I I, I brought something it's that fine. you weren't yeah, ready for. Yeah, you were for. like, oh, I'm not making that mistake again. You're, you weren't ready <laughs> for this, which is what I'm hoping for. Well, we'll have but. to get Vince back. Um, yeah, for sure. And talk Gophers football with him. Yeah, and I maybe would love we'll that. make him bring the shrooms. <laughs> That's that would be a fucking hell of a time. And Matt, See, Matt could be here, bring some Seventh Avenue pizza. And then Micheletti can be here and guru us because you know that Micheletti is who I want to guru me. He would he wouldn't take any substance whatsoever, and he would just sit there and be like, "Yo, what's up, guys? Do you guys need some water?" Oh my, that would be a, a very good person. Micheletti's a that. shaman. Micheletti's a shaman. That would undercover. be a good person. Uh, and I think he would take the res- on the responsibility. I think Micheletti's a guy who doesn't tell us that he shamans people through life, but I think that like <laughs> once it's like the packet in the g- beef jerky you're not supposed to eat. Like once you confront that and like you actually eat that be- that packet, like all life is settled, right? Like once you finally confront Micheletti about like shamaning your life, he'll just be like, "Yes, I've always been the shaman you've been waiting for. You just had to ask me." Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll find out. I know. I, know. I guess a, we'll find that's out. A weird way to end this podcast, but no, I wouldn't have had it any good. other way. Um, there's literally we just finished it with the fucking time we ending. Ju- well, and we just saw a complete pass. That's the first time I've looked up and seen a complete pass by Kyle Rudolph. What about by that? Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph caught the last Joe oh, Webb pass man. of his career. Wow. That. Yeah. Fuck Tom Brady. He caught a pass from Joe Webb. That's that's a fucking that's a big memorial status for sure. Oh god. Who is that? Is that Eric Hendricks or fucking Aaron. his brother Aaron? Aaron. <laughs> All right. Sal, thank yeah. you for coming oh, on. Oh, thank you. Two thank hours you for having is awesome. me. Thank you very I know. much. <laughs> it's fine. I don't I'm necessarily so happy have... we could rewatch the NFC wild card game. Well, you know what? Um Oh man! Next time, let's watch Packers at Vikings Sam Bradford game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're Bradford. Or no, kills let's it. watch the opener of US Bank Stadium. I want to watch that one. Yeah, that's Bradford. yeah. We're Bradford kills it. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. I begin. <laughs> we'll bring Vincent. Awesome. Okay, bye, peeps.